Blog Talk Radio. Well, thank you very much. Even I'm impressed. Could you take the piano down on the monitor, please? There ain't no reason why you let me wait. Just give me up and I will go. Let's set it straight. Got a right to who I am. If I don't fit your plan, then set me free. Set me free. Set me free. Everybody and welcome to another edition of Rungren Radio. Got to let you know, looks like we're having some problems tonight. We're going to get them fixed, I hope. Apparently, there's a big problem on the East Coast with one of the switchboards, but I believe you're listening to me right now, so that's good news. I can't see who's calling in, so I can't get Casimone just yet, so I know he's waiting, but that's all right. He was expecting me to do some announcements, so I'll knock those out while I try to get the switchboard up so I can see who's there and get them on to get on the show. So let's start with... How about Stooky? Stooky, one of our former guests just a couple weeks ago. He's going to be on tour, I guess. I guess I better start calling that. He's got a couple gigs. How about that? 2.15, that's this Friday at the Barrington Coffee House, 131 Clements Bridge Road in Barrington, New Jersey. Stooky of the NAS, good stuff. We listened to some of it during the show. I think you'd enjoy it. If you're in that area, check it out. And then back to Pennsylvania on 2.21, Corky Lang Band. Also, Stooky of the Naz, Sellersville Theater and Sellersville, PA. That's on 24W Temple Avenue. And then our buddy Moogie, 228, Triad, in New York. New York. All right, so there you go. That's two shows for you. Also, we're going to be talking to Chasm Sultan tonight, obviously, about his campaign tour coming up here in March. So we're going to go over those dates for you again. If you have been living in a cave and have missed it, because we have put it all over the place, YouTube, MySpace, TR Connection, Chasm Sultan, Chasm Info, you name it, it's out there. Chasm will be on a campaign tour or a mini tour, as we like to call it as well, in March. Why don't we just go ahead and go over those dates. 3-1 is in Atlanta. That is going to be a DVD special, because we will be filming there for an official DVD, top quality stuff. It's going to be a good time. That is sponsored, of course, by Rungren Radio and Groupie Gear. So we'll talk about that some more later on the show. On the 2nd, he's going to be in Fort Lauderdale at the Billfish Tournament. On the 9th, Austin, Texas. That is to be determined unless he's got some news for us today. There is the Abbey Pub in Chicago on 321. Cleveland Beachland Ballroom on 322. And... New York, the bitter end on 328. So that's it. We're going to try to find out if there's some new dates tonight. If we can get Mr. Sultan on, which we're having trouble with the switchboard still. So log talk, get your stuff fixed. We've got a big show coming up here. So what we're going to do tonight once we get that worked out is we'll be taking calls, of course, like last time. 
uh, well, not last time. Last time we had a 30-minute special on the tour, but like last time Chasm was on. By the way, he is the first person that has been a second guest on Rungren Radio. We've had a couple people on twice, but not as guests. Michelle was a host the second time she was on. Moogie called in the second time he was on. So we've had a few people come in and out, but this is our first chance to have somebody on twice. How about that? So let's show the love. Speaking of love, Valentine's Day tomorrow. Be sure to call in tonight and wish Chasm Sultan happy Valentine's Day if you like. All right. Let's get into one more thing, and then hopefully we'll have this party started with this switchboard issue. We are, and when I say we, that is the folks that are working on the Chasm Show in Atlanta. It's actually in Avondale Estates. It's at the Avondale, or at the Academy Theater, excuse me. You can get information about it at groupie-g.com. We are going to be nice because we've had so many requests for people who can't make it for whatever reason. I know there's a lot of issues with people being way far away from Atlanta, Georgia. So we're going to make a special deal. It's only going to be until Friday at noon, and then we're cutting it off because we've got to make our orders. Which also reminds me that if you have not bought your tickets for this yet, you need to get on it, or you may miss out on getting the shirt that's included with the package because we've got to order those and get them in time. We're going to have them for the show. So if you would like one of these shirts for this show, and there's going to be very few of these available because they're going to be only for people who attend the show and only for people listening to this show tonight up until Friday at noon, you can get one of the T-shirts. They're going to be really nice, 100% cotton, of course, heavyweight cotton, good-looking shirts, 25 bucks, and that will include shipping. So there you go. If you want one, PayPal is chasmatl at yahoo.com. Groupie Gear, helping out with that. If you have problems or don't have PayPal, shoot me an email at rungrenradio at earthling.net, and we'll get that done for you. Don't forget, as well, there will be an opening act for that show, Alec Razor, A-L-E-C-R-O-E-S-E-R.com, if you want to check him out. And there you go. So I'll tell you what, we are having major issues here. Chasm, let's see. Chasm, I'm going to have to, uh, we're going to have to conference you in is what I'm going to have to do. So if you would... Email me a number where I can call you, and I'll do that, and it'll have to be you and me for a while <laughs> until we can get callers because this biz, this server situation is a, is not looking good. So anyway, if you don't mind, just shoot me an email, and I will give you a call. We'll conference you in, and we will talk to Chasm until we can get people on. Believe me, I want to do that. And I apologize for the chat. I cannot open it up either. So major problem tonight, just my luck. But that's all right. We'll get this thing going. Okay, so let's see. What else do we have? I got some questions from fans that want to talk to Chasm, so I can do that on email. You can also email me at rungrenradio at earthlink.net if you'd like to ask a question if I can't get you in on the phone line. And that's about it. So pretty soon here, we will have Chasm on, I hope. So hopefully you can hear me. Hopefully y'all can hear me. This is kind of crazy. I haven't had this happen before. So bad problems. Can't play your music. Out of stuff to talk about. Can't take calls. <laughs> this is going to be an archive for the records, right? All right. So, anywho, we're just going to see what we can do here, get Chasm to hopefully come on in here and hook us up, get a little conversation going. i got some good questions I want to ask you. So, all right. We're just going to have to wait. Come on. Well, it's not good to have silence in radio, is it? So let's go over some stuff again. 
Dookie is going to be out. 215 at the Barrington Coffee House. That is in New Jersey. All right? Stooky will also be at Sellersville Theater and Sellersville's PA on 221 and Moogie 228. Try it. Todd, of course, not touring anytime soon. That's going to be probably what I'm hearing is possibly July. But you never know. That's always up in the air. So we'll hopefully hear some news about that in the future. And let's do this. Let's open up Chasm's information, and let me share that with you in case you were unaware. In case you're out of the loop, let's let you find out a little bit about Chasm Sultan. Chasm has played and recorded with these groups, and you may not know this. If you are a Chasm expert, then you're in the loop. If you're not, I'm about to teach you something. John Bon Jovi. Who you may remember, the drummer for them, was getting a custom-made drum set made by our friend Prairie Prince when he was on. Todd Rundgren, of course. Mick Jagger. How about that? The Rolling Stones, Mick Jagger. Meatloaf. We all know about that. Celine Dion. Joan Jett. Hall and Oates. Chasm. Has been involved with all of those people. That's big time. So, he now is going to go out and do some of his solo work. And, of course, he's got a solo album out this, this fairly new called All Sides. You probably know about that as well. If not, chasmsultan.com. And this campaign tour, as we jokingly called it on the last show, starts March 1st. Avondale Estates, near Atlanta. If you are looking for a reasonable deal to fly into Atlanta, I would recommend you check out the website sidestep.com and you'll be in good shape because they have some pretty good deals. So I'm going to try this again to get on here, and what we may have to do is, well, let's see, here we go. Y'all bear with me. I apologize. I really have no luck here. Okay, we're going to call Chasm, and unfortunately you're not going to be able to call in just yet, maybe soon. I will be right back, so hang tight with me, okay? I'll be right back. Hello, Chasm. You're on the air with me. Thank uh, you for. <laughs> Thank sure? goodness. I was drowning, man. Are you sure? <laughs> I hope so. Okay. It's uh, it's server too busy. They had. I just got a somebody give me a report that um, somebody on the East Coast had their something blow up and it shut down one of the servers or something. So anyway, this is kind of wild because I have not had this happen before. I've had problems, but nothing like this. This is big time. Well, I guess in the big picture, it's really not. Not a huge problem. As long as we can still do the show. Yeah. But I know everybody's looking forward to calling you, so we may have to cut this one short and do one where everybody can call. I'm just going to keep trying, though. But let's talk about the uh, tour, mini tour, campaign tour. I'm going to call it the campaign tour. When did it become my campaign tour? Am I like running for some kind of office? Yeah. You got to you got to remember on the last show you were on last week, you said this is going to be your campaign tour. Oh, I did. Yeah. You know, I really, I, I really am losing it. (laughs) I don't don't remember that. I need some sleep. Yeah, I've got a YouTube video up where you're saying it. I've even got a picture of you pointing your thumb out, look like a politician. Well, yeah, I guess. (laughs) How's it going? Going pretty well, except for this server problem. Oh, that's not a big deal. How about this? You got any new dates for this 
you know, uh, um, I don't. I, I, at least none, none that I know of. Um, I've been waiting to hear uh, from um, from Keith if there was anything new, uh, and so far, as of today, uh, I haven't heard from him. So, as far as I know, it's just the dates that are uh, that are up so far. All right. Do you know where your Austin venue is going to be yet? No, I do not. All right. I don't know a whole hell of a lot, Doug. <laughs> I really no, I don't. don't either. <laughs> that makes two of us. Yeah. All right. So, so we can just. We can just chat for a little while. Let's do it. Oh, we're not taking any phone calls? We're going to try. We've got to get the server back up. It's looking like it's giving me a little chance. You remember, this makes me think of modem, but, you know, the blue line that goes across, it's actually starting to happen, so maybe we'll soon. So we'll delve into some serious topic that I was actually going to wait for until we got through with some of the fun calls and callers, but I wanted to ask you a question because this has had my curiosity for a while. So here we go. I've got Andy Partridge on, which I forgot to announce. That is Uh going to be Sunday. At 2 o'clock Eastern. Uh-huh. That's going to be our first weekend show. And I'm listening to Andy's stuff, of course. And the big thing he's promoting now is, uh, I think it may be a new version or something about the song Dear God. Uh-huh. I'm cruising down the road listening to your CD, and I hear some lyrics that mention some you know, religious-type subjects, I guess, for lack of a better term. And, of course, Todd Liar's CD, you could argue 80% or more of that, deals with religious issues. So my question is this. What is it? With uh, musicians and their um, desire to write about uh, religious subjects so much, or at least the ones in this type of community in the Todd Todd world, people that have worked with Todd, like Andy and, and yourself and Todd, and, and so many of them, really, where it has become uh, something that's in a lot of lyrics. Uh huh. Um, oh, I don't know. I think I think a lot of artists, you know, um, have some. You know, questions and concerns about what's out there, and you know, uh, what's bigger than us, and uh, is there some guy up in the sky with a long white beard, kind of looking over six billion people, asking, you know, you need anything today? You okay? <laughs> anything I can do for you? Um, and I just think that uh, that it's really uh, it's it's a it's a it's a really good topic to to write about, you know, to to sing about. Um, so, you know, rather than uh, than than go back to the uh, the standard, you know, uh, I love you, you love me, I lost you, you lost me. Um, you know, break up relationship songs, love songs, and stuff like that. It's always nice to uh, to pepper your career with uh, with the religious question. Gotcha. So we're really, it, it's it's more, I guess, is it a message or is it more you're kind of wondering about things and asking out loud in these songs? Well, you know, I, I mean, I think for different artists it's different things. I mean, there are certainly artists that uh, that question it, you know, uh, and there are artists that point a finger to it. Um, uh, you know, for me... Um, uh, I kind of, you know, I have my own beliefs and my own uh, questions that I uh, ask myself a lot. And uh, if it so happens that uh, it, it, it spurs me to write a song about it, then you know that's what I uh, that's what I do. I mean, that's that's really what songs are about. Is just like you know, a, having a, uh, a question or a thought and putting it to some music and. Uh, you know, and letting people make their own interpretations up. Right. 
All right. Good answer. Just trying to figure it out. I noticed it's yeah, well, me too. Prevalent. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I mean, isn't that, isn't that really what life is all about, just trying to figure it out? Yeah, that's true. All right, it looks like we're good. If people want to call in, we had two, and they dropped off because they probably thought I couldn't see them. But we are back in action, looks like. It only took, uh, let's see, 17 minutes. Oh, good. So if you want to call in and talk to Chasm, get after it. Now's the time. because. Well, the good thing is, is that you don't have to break for commercials. I don't. You know, we could just we could just stay on the phone the whole time. That's it. I got some I can make up. You know, we have a few we do for the station. Well, you need to sell some ads. <laughs> yeah, yeah, maybe so. I don't know. <laughs> I don't. Uh, then we'd have to break up the thing with commercials. Yeah. We do bio breaks, though. That is, those have been popular. We have to take bathroom breaks when we have people that are on for a while. Uh, that's a little bit too much information. Too much information. All right, six one three is on already. What you got? Six one three. Where are you calling from? Hey, it's uh, Canada. Uh, Canada, wow. Yeah. Hey, Kat, it's MJ. Well, hello, how are you? And not too bad, how are you? I'm okay. That's good. How's the weather up there? Oh, my God, you don't want to know. <laughs> hey, MJ, can you turn your uh, computer volume down? Yes. All right, thanks. We, we're in delay, so if anybody calls in, just keep the computer down. You can hear us on the phone. It's on real time. Okay. All right, great. Sounds much better. Okay. No, it's been minus 30 here. Wind chill minus thirty five. <laughs> That's how do you do it? Oh, believe me, you don't want to know. <laughs> okay. Okay, I got to work for it. Is any chance of uh, playing Millie, uh, Milwaukee? Oh, let's say between August sixteenth and the twenty third. Milwaukee. Yeah. Uh, uh, between the sixteenth and the twenty third of August. Of August. Of August. Yeah, you know, I'm having, a, I'm, having a, I'm having a hard enough time getting through the 16th to the 23rd of February <laughs> right now. So August is a, is a good five months away, right? February, March, April, May, June, July. Yep, five months away. Um, and I, I would I would love to 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 be playing over over the summer in uh, in Milwaukee, but uh, usually the summer is is pretty full with my other commitments to whether it's you know meatloaf or Todd or whoever it happens to be at the at that particular time. Uh, the summer is just a busy touring time for other artists, so and that's when uh, that's when I got it. You, you know, you got to make hay when the sun shines. Well, the, the whole bunch of us are going. We'll make a sunshine there for you. Excuse me. <laughs> what, did you, what did you say? <laughs> Never mind. Okay. Oh goodness. <laughs> Never mind. You can always come to Atlanta. Pray me. Come on to Atlanta March 1st. My wait. Yep. Come be a part of the party. Well, how far are you from Milwaukee? Oh, I, well, it's a half-hour flight from Toronto, so uh, I don't know. I'm half-hour from Watertown, uh-huh. so I, I'm not sure. You're a half an hour from Lauderdale? Watertown. Oh, Watertown. Yeah. Oh, oh, oh. That's why I keep telling you, come to Kingston. Well, you know, I would like to get to every place that I possibly could, and I think over the next couple of years, um, it's going to see me doing a lot more solo shows than I have in the in the previous few years. So we'll see. Okay, well, yeah, mark it in your calendar. Keep it in mind for Milwaukee. I, sh- I sh- for for where <laughs> Milwaukee? Oh, I, I thought I, I could have sworn she said Milwaukee. <laughs> Milwaukee. That's it. Well, you know, we're probably going to have all right. 
how about this, folks? When you call in, guess what? Uh, we've already given you the schedule, so if it's not on there, he doesn't know. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Or you can book it yourself. Well, no, and, I mean, uh, I mean, she asked about <laughs> you know about something that like you know five six months in the future, which yeah. to me is like it might as well be six years from now. There you go. Well, you got one. You got the ones coming up. Those are good. Those are good. Yeah. And it's because I got I got a few emails about that too. Are you going to do this and that? And you know. We always get the ones too about everybody. They're going to go overseas and that kind of thing. It's it's hard to say that far in advance. We do know what is happening, so we have given that schedule. Nothing new yet. Two one six. Where are you calling from? I'm calling from uh, the Cleveland, Ohio area. Good All evening right. to you, gentlemen. I've always been a big fan of uh, Utopia, uh, Todd, of course, Chasm, and all that. In fact, uh, I've never been to the Beachwood Ballroom. I noticed you're going to be there the twenty second. Is that, I noticed you played there a few times, so I'm going to definitely check it out. Is that a nice venue? Or? Uh, it, you know, it's a pretty cozy place. Um, it's, uh, there's actually two, uh, there's two clubs there. There's, one, there's a big room on one side, and then on the other side there's a, what they call the little tavern. And um, I've been playing in that smaller room uh, for the past uh, five, five or six times that I've played there. So if it, uh, if I sell enough tickets, I think they'll put me in the big room. But if I, you know, if I don't, then I'll just be in that, that same place. It's it's a nice place, and the food is good too. Cool, cool. Yeah, I'll bring the wife. I'll check it out. Uh, any chance? Uh, I know you probably hear this a lot of a Utopia reunion at any time ever at all. Or what do you think? Well, about? you know, I mean, I've always said that uh, you know sometimes it's better that memories are left the way they are. You know, um, yeah. uh, it's just like I don't. I really don't think that if we did get together again, um, that it would live up to anybody's expectations of what it was or what it could be or what it should be. I mean, you know. Uh, but then again, having said that, um, you never know. <clears throat> you just, you, you know, I, I, I don't. I, I don't want to close the door on any possibility of us working together as a band. It would be wonderful to get together again uh, and play the old music. Um, and I think that we could successfully pull that off. I don't know about about doing any anything new. But yeah, I, I think see that, your tour in Cleveland. I'll tell you what, you guys rocked, man. I, I really well, you know, Cleveland was that, that... We played Cleveland. Um, we, I, I, I like to say we were like the Beatles of Cleveland. <laughs> oh, no doubt, man. I mean, I've, I've probably seen you guys probably at least 20 times just everywhere. You know, yeah, I'm kids. sure. I'm sure. I'm 43 years old now. I feel like a little kid sometimes when I listen <laughs> to you, but uh, I love the tunes, you know, just the way it yeah, is. Yeah, no, it was a great band, and yeah. uh, you never know. Uh, there might be, you know, there might be something in the future of us uh, coming coming back doing a few shows. Right now there aren't any plans, but uh, who knows? Who knows? Hey, thanks for the call. I wish you would have asked if he's going to play Cleveland because we could have said, yeah, of course, 322. But I don't know if well, you no, he asked. He asked about <laughs> yeah, that. he knew about it already, though. Yeah. You know, it's kind of been a little bit more fun if he would have had no idea. 322 in Cleveland at the Beachland Ballroom. Also, the song I played first was Set Me Free, which is a Utopia song, the only top 30 hit that they had, and Chasm Sultan wrote it. And that well, was I, yeah, that I, I wrote it, but I also you know, wrote it with the other guys. I got you. you know. I got you. We're going to do a little bragging, though. It's um there's I'm gonna play two tonight, One World, which is another from one of uh, Chasm solo shows and it's got a nice little guitar solo by Doug Kennedy in it. So stick around if you go to these shows. I assume Chasm you might be playing a little some of the Utopia songs on your show. Yeah, I always do. I, I always put stick in a few Utopia songs. Set me free.
That's what we played to start out. Hopefully everybody heard that. All right, we got a call. I know this one was early on, too. They're back. 440, where are you calling from? 440 is Ohio as well. Ohio. Hello? Hello. Can you hear me? I I sure can. Can you hear me? Yes. Okay. This is Courtney from Cleveland. Hey, Courtney. How are you? Hi. Good. How are you? I'm good. How you doing? How you been? Good. I really don't have a question or anything, but I was just calling to tell you I enjoyed the Todd show. And my yeah. favorite song was Trapped. That was a good show, wasn't it? It was awesome. Yeah, I enjoyed We had fun that night. That was Actually, wasn't that, I think that was the first show of the tour. Yeah. Yeah, uh, we had a good time. Um, and, you know, again, Cleveland. You know, Cleveland. I'll be there in March to see Cle- you at your solo show at the Kevin Salton Band. Cleveland is the best. Now, uh, is your sister coming? Danny coming? Yeah. Oh, good, good. Yeah, she's coming, and so is my mom. Oh, excellent. Excellent. So I'll mom see you there. Smile. Yep. She, yep. <laughs> <laughs> Your mom always looks like I'm, like, like I'm, I'm ready to like, you know, swoop down and, and, and steal both of her daughters and take them away somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing could be that's further funny. from the truth. <laughs> um, but that's pretty much it. I just wanted to say hi and tell you I'll be there in March. Well, you do me a favor, sweetheart. You have a really good time, all right? And I will see you uh, at the Beachland Ballroom. Okay. Okay? All right. I'll see you later. Tell your mom and sister I said hi. I will. Okay. Bye. (laughs) Bye. I got a worried mother there, do you now? Uh, No, she's a a really nice lady, but she always just looks like, why is this person being so nice? And (laughs) I don't think she gets that I'm just, you know, I'm kind of a nice guy, I guess. Campaign tour. Yeah, skeptical, I guess. Yeah. yeah, she's definitely skeptical. Maybe there's not a lot of nice people over in that area, and she's just shocked to see a New Yorker being there. <laughs> That's, it could very well be. You're from New York. You're supposed to be mean. Yeah, well, no. You know, I, I, I think that's a total fallacy. I, I agree. I think most New Yorkers are really nice people. Absolutely. You know. All right, very good. We have a call from 210. Where are you calling from? This is from uh, Wendy from San Antonio, mm-hmm. and hello and happy Valentine's to both you, uh, Doug, and Gasm. Thank you. Happy Valentine's Day. San Antonio. Yeah. Wow. I haven't been there in years. I know, but yeah. it's about 80 miles from Austin, and I wanted to know if there is anything that we Texans can do to help pick out that street corner, or as Doug Kennedy, who was on last week, uh, commented that you uh, – uh, enjoy eating at uh, Denny's at breakfast. <laughs> Is there anything um, we can do? <laughs> I, I've, I, 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 well, you know, I don't know that uh, I, I, I'm a big Denny's fan. I mean, in a pinch, Denny's will do, mm-hmm. but um, but they kind of they 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 use like this grease that's like really bad, mm-hmm. um, and and they seem to to slather everything in it. Um, so uh, I've been on a, a strict oatmeal breakfast diet for the past um, couple of months, uh, and I think um, I think I'm, uh, what I usually do is I usually bring I can't believe I'm talking about this I usually bring a little boil pot with me uh, for hot water mm-hmm. and uh, and I make my breakfast in my room oh. and I sit and I and I, I I get like a box of Quaker uh, oatmeal. And um, and I I'll I'll uh, I'll just sit there and and uh, have my breakfast while I watch uh, CNN. Oh, 
Very good. Well, that keeps you healthy and youthful, and we don't have to question whether you have a portrait uh, that's aging in the <laughs> attic somewhere. Uh, oh, shh. Don't, don't give away my secret, please. <laughs> <laughs> so, again, is there anything we can do to help? Uh, um, you mean in, in Austin? Yeah. Well, um, I'm just waiting for my my uh, my people, mm-hmm. my people who is one person. I'm just waiting for my people to uh, tell me what the venue is. Uh, once I know where where the venue is, I'll announce it. And uh, and at that point, um, the only thing I can ask you to do is show up. Oh, well, I definitely plan to do that. Unfortunately, I can't afford, unless Doug buys me the airplane <laughs> ticket, uh, to make Atlanta this time. Oh, possible. I'm sorry. You know, unless I win a lotto or something like that. <laughs> well, I'll tell you what. Do you play? Uh, guitar? No. No, do you play lotto? Occasionally. Oh, well, you've got to be in it to win it, you know. I know. But if you're not, you see, that your problem is, and I'm going to go out on a limb here and, and, uh, and guess that you're probably in your late 30s, early 40s. Um, Thank you. And you're, you're American, and you're a Caucasian, and you mm-hmm. speak English, so the chances of you winning the lottery are slim to none. <laughs> mm, okay, well. You have to be, you really have to be over 60, can't speak a lick of English, and like you know, be be a landscaper or something like that, working for like two dollars and twenty five cents an hour, mm-hmm. feeding a family of ten. Oh. Then you'll win. There well, you go. get your new truck. At least my chances, my odds are better of winning the lotto, I think, than getting Doug to buy me the airplane ticket. <laughs> and that's no offense, Doug. I understand. Oh, you're killing me. Uh, anyway, well, at any rate, I'll talk to you later. Thank you, and looking forward to hearing about uh, the Austin venue. Well, thank you so much for calling in. It was really nice to hear somebody from uh, San Antonio. I, you have a great town. Yes, we do. Yeah. Yes, we do. I like so. San Antonio. Go Spurs. Anyway. Uh, oops. I thought uh, she did was you done. cut her off? I did. I'm, hold on, Wendy. Come back. Hold on. What? I thought she was done. Wendy, you there? Yeah, I'm here. Right, sorry, we cut you off. What were you going to You said, anyway. <laughs> I I wasn't sure if you were talking to me further, so sorry. Uh, That's okay. Keep on. Thanks thanks for calling, Wendy. Well, thank you. Have a great evening. Okay, you too, sweetie. Bye, Wendy. I got this. It's a power thing. I can mute people. Yeah. Just take advantage of it. (laughs) All right, very good. Speaking of communication, the chat room is open. And if you do not know that, you need to refresh your page. It looks like everybody does know it because it's full now. But if you are not in the chat and you want to be in it, just refresh your page where you're listening and you will be able to see it. So have fun with that, but don't forget to listen to the show because we are here talking. And I've got a couple questions by email, but before we do that, I'm going to take another call. And if you want to call in at 646-716-9262, call in and talk to Chasm Sultan. 631, I just muted 631, hang on. 631, where are you calling from? Calling from Long Island. Long Island. How you doing, Doug? Teddy. What's up? Hey, Eddie, what's up? How you doing? Is Chasm there? I sure am. Who's it? Hey, Chasm. It's Eddie. How you doing? Uh, Eddie? Yeah. Hey, Eddie. How's it going? All right. All right. Who's got it better than you? Who's got it better than me? I checked it out from uh, Doug last week. You're into fishing? Uh, I am into the ML. No, I'm not into fishing. I'm not a fisherman. I'm really. Oh, I really thought you were. I'm going. You're doing a bill fishing tournament. You're yeah. doing a gig. I'm like, this guy's got the life. 
Well, I'm doing the tournament. I'm trying to work out with a buddy of mine to get on a uh, to get on a boat and go out and actually try and and do some real fishing. I don't know if that's going to work out or not, but I'm trying. Ah, I thought you, so. You're not into fishing. Uh, I am not a fisherman. Uh, I am I am like kind of like if there's a polar opposite from being a fisherman, that's what I am. Oh, okay. Because <laughs> I was a little worried. You're from Staten Island, right? Yes, I am. Those waters out there, I've been out there, Kaz, they're rough. And the fish in there, you know what I mean? You don't want to eat anything out of these. You don't. You when right I was now, a kid. Oh, and for the rest of your life. When I was a kid, my friend's father used to take me off the pier off of Bayshore and stuff. Uh-huh. Catching snappers, the fish would blow up in the pan before we'd get to eat them. Uh, I don't doubt uh, it for a second. Can I ask you a quick question? Uh, you certainly can. <laughs> okay. Uh, I just wanted to ask you about your roots starting out. My roots. Like, your roots, you know, start, you know, from Staten Island and everything. When you started out, were you, like, in that era, like, with Johansson and Dolls? And, uh, did you know them? I was just after that. When I, when I was a kid, uh, I think I was about maybe 14 years old, a bunch of us went, uh, went into Manhattan uh, to see the Dolls at the Electric Circus. Right. On Mercer, on Mercer Street. And... Um, that was I, I remember being in there and, and seeing these guys on on stage and I my mouth was hanging open I couldn't believe that there was a band that looked like this. Yeah, um, that's right. I know, used to go see them at the Coventry with Kiss when they were starting out. Yeah, I remember the Coventry too. I used to go there sure. all the time. Um, I don't Wayne you know, County before. I'm sorry to cut you off. No, no, before no, he was Jane County. I, I knew Wayne really well. Yeah. So yeah. how's she doing? <laughs> It's actually you're actually right because because right, now it's Jane County exactly, exactly. and I think uh, I could be wrong but I think that she does gigs in the Detroit area in Detroit huh yeah that's just what Wayne term. County is ah okay I gotcha um yeah you know the whole thing like you know were you into Dust Kenny Aronson another great bass player you, like Kenny's yourself a, Kenny's a great friend of mine great bass player. He is a great bass player. I think he plays with uh, Dwayne Eddy right now. Right. Is he going to get uh, is no, no, not that Dwayne. myth, or is he going to get back together uh, with Derringer? Uh, I don't know that, but I, I think, I could be wrong, but I think Rick is playing uh, at that Bill Fish tournament as well. Ah, okay. So you hook up with Rick. Yeah. Well, Rick Rick's living down in Florida. Rick lives in Lakeland, I think. Right, right. I often thought it was a sort of funny paradox. To me, it seemed around the same time. Yeah. That Todd on Lions was talking about God and stuff, and that Rick found God. You know what I mean? Yeah, well, Rick, uh, Rick's a good guy. He's, uh, yeah, he's a real really, good guy. He's a really great guy, and, and we go way back. So um, he's, uh, he's, one of the, he's one of the good guys. The other thing is I've been trying to find out about one of your bases. I'm a bass player myself. Yeah. I even called Interstate. Uh-huh. Um, I had a hard time finding out, is your bass an active bass or a passive bass? Uh, it's active. It is active? Uh-huh. Okay. Yeah. So you play Spectre basses, they're active too? Yes, they are. You're not a passive man? Uh, no, I, uh, that's not true. Um, the active basses tend to, tend to serve me a little bit better uh, in live situations. Passive basses are much better in the studio. Right. So okay. When I'm, when I'm recording, uh, uh, you know, uh, when I'm making a record or recording in the studio, I'll use a passive bass, um, just because they they tend not to overload inputs as much. But for live, um, 
the uh, the active stuff works better for me. Okay. Um, you still living in Staten Island? I still live in Staten Island. Are you by Todd Hill? I am by Toad Hill. You know, Big Paul over there says he's got his eye on you. Big Paul I'm just kidding. Big Paul has been dead for like 20 years. I'm just kidding, Chasm. <laughs> he lived right up the block from me, too. Oh, okay, so I got a good idea. I know some people. I mean, you know, I'm from know the area. You know? Knows somebody. you know, that's what you say when you when you talk about Staten Island. Yes, Staten Island, I know, I know some people. Yeah. yeah, so you know how it is, right? I know how it is. All right. Um, so you're playing the bitter end? Yes, I am. After that gig, you're going to go over to uh, Jersey and go to the fest for Beatles fans? The, uh, there's a Beatles fest in Jersey? Yeah, you should come over. We'll hang out. Oh, yeah? Yeah, I, I, you know, I'll take you for a drink or something, because what we do is we hit the, the fest for Beatles fans. Yeah. you got to love the Beatles, right? Of course they do, yeah. Well, now, where, what hotel is that in? It's uh, the, the Crown Hill Plaza, right outside the Meadowlands there by Giant Stadium. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Are you really... A Dallas fan from stuff I saw you with Meatloaf. Am I a Dallas fan? I could. I saw I, you I, with a I, Dallas jersey I, on with Meatloaf. <laughs> uh, no, I, Meatloaf might have had a Dallas jersey on. I, oh, I thought you did too. I was like, I've what are you doing? A, bro- a, a borrowed guy? Come on. I've been. I, well, somebody gave me a Dallas jersey, and and I have worn it before. Um, but I, I, I'm not. Uh, I'm not a Dallas fan per se. Okay, so you come over to the Beatles Fest, you love all the stuff, Beatles stuff, and then we go to the Potter Bing Club up on 17 by 80 there. You ever been there? You got it. Of course I've been there. Been there, right? So, okay, we're on the same page. Yeah, we're on the same page, bro. You got a date. All right, man. You know, I'm serious. I'm sure Everyone will go crazy if you're there, but, you know. I mean, Mark Hudson's there all the time. If you show up. Is at the Bing? No, he's at the Beatles Fest. Oh, oh, oh. I should have clarified. Yeah, that's okay. Yeah, you probably don't yeah. want to tell anybody who's at the Bing. Mark Rivera's there all the time at the, the Fest for Beatles fans, too. He is? Yeah, you know, he was telling me, he does, you did um, Moving Out, right? Yeah. He was telling me, he does corporate shows with that band on the road. Yeah, I know. I just spoke to Mark uh, about two weeks ago. You ever do that? Uh, I do I do a few of their corporate shows. I don't do very many of them because the bands that that Mark puts together are usually got like got like nine billion people in them. So yeah, the time, exactly. By the time I give Mark a call and ask him what's going on, he's like, I don't know, Cass. I don't know if I can fit you in. Did so, you ever ask? Uh, I'm sorry. No, that's okay. I'm just saying that I have done them before with Mark, and Mark and mm-hmm. I are very close. But, he's a nice um, guy, a real nice guy. Mark's a sweetheart. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Have you ever asked Billy for for the main gig? I know you love his stuff, right? Uh, yeah, I'm a big Billy Joel fan. Uh, yeah, um, I would love to play with Billy, but uh, he's got a full band right now. Billy Joel. All right, Eddie. We got other calls. We got to run, buddy. Thanks. I'll, I'll see you at the Bing, Eddie. See you at the Bing. And Chasm, if he goes fishing, he'll bring you some of those snappers. Yeah. <laughs> you see, I when, I, when I talk to somebody like that, my, my Brooklyn comes out in me, and, I'm, and I, all of a sudden I turn into this, like, this these dems and those guys. I'm going to get some snappers at the tournament. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's pretty bad. I try not to do that. I wasn't sure what, what he was saying a couple of times. That's good. Oh, I knew exactly funny. what he was saying. I, I bet you do. All right, we're going to the other side of the world, and we're going to Texas now. We're going to slow down a little bit. 214, you're with us. Hi, everybody. It's Mel. Hi, I'm Mel. 
How you doing, Cash? Okay, it's funny you should call now because we, I was just talking about your shirt. I, oh, that was oh yeah. Well, I I understood you to be dissing Dallas. Don't be dissing. No, Dallas. absolutely not. <laughs> I would never do that. <laughs> Melly Mel. Ah, stop it, Doug. All right. Well, happy Valentine's Day to both of you guys. And you too. Thank you. I've got actually a couple of serious questions, and then, of course, I have my silly question. But can we start with the serious ones? Wait, I want to know, what was it that Doug Kennedy called you the other day on the show? Malicious. (laughs) Malicious. Malicious. I like that. That's hilarious. Um, Doug was a scream chasm. You know that already. Doug's a funny guy. He was good. All right, so back to seriousness. Okay. I was listening to All Sides the last couple of days trying to get in the mood. Uh-huh. For your upcoming tour, and I was wondering, how how did you go about selecting the songs for that? I mean, because you've got a ton more songs. Yeah, um, I I guess uh, I took a look at at the songs that were available for me to put on uh, on any one record, or in this case, two discs, and I kind of wanted to include songs that were favorites of mine. Um, you know, I mean, I, I, it's not that that I don't like all of my material. I like all of my material. But there are some songs that I've recorded over the past that um, that mean a little bit more to me for some reason than others. Mm-hmm. So the songs that I put on all sides were songs that... Um, that had touched me in a certain way, you know, whether while I was writing them or afterwards or whether I listen to them now, um, <clears throat> that meant a lot to me for one reason or another. Um, and plus then I, I was also, I didn't want to put songs on that were repeats of uh, of stuff that's been available uh, in the past, you know. I mean, like, I really didn't want to, put songs on that people had heard over and over again so i tried to find stuff that people hadn't heard before and that's what i put why i put demos on it and um <clears throat> and a couple of uh, a couple of things that weren't on on records before um most of the stuff that that's the 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 more obscure stuff are on is on disc two uh and the stuff that's on disc one was uh was stuff that i just uh that i just really like i that i w- wasn't tired of hearing i think that's a really good way for me to describe it i wasn't tired of hearing those songs uh-huh. you know um there are certain songs of mine that i'm a little tired of hearing and i'm i'm not going to mention any of them <laughs> but uh you know some that i'm just like uh you know i don't want to hear that one again but uh the songs that i put on disc 1 um on all sides with songs that I, uh, I I don't mind listening to over and over again. Well, I know you had several songs, um, I think, on disc one. Uh, the uh, the songs you did with Price Sultan. Mm-hmm. Um, and I really liked those. I had never heard those before. And I was wondering, I mean, you guys seem to really click, and I know you guys were childhood friends or whatnot. Mm-hmm. Uh, do you guys ever see each other working again together? Um, are we going to work again together? Well, you know, I mean... I I don't know. It's always a possibility. Uh, Tommy, um, our music, our musicality tends to you know go in opposite directions. Tommy's <laughs> much more. Well, no, I mean he's he, he's a little bit more on the heavy side. 
Um, and I think that given his years with Joan and what he's done before that too, he tends to uh, he tends to like stuff with a little bit more of an edge, uh, a little rougher. Um, and I'm kind of like you know the, the you know nicey nice sweet guy. Um, and, and I think it's witnessed by the songs that I sang on that record. Uh-huh. Uh, I tend to, I tended to sing the songs that were a little bit softer and a little bit more melodic. Um, and Tommy sang the harder edge songs. Oh, so there <clears> were songs where he sang lead. Oh yeah, uh, uh, he sang lead. Actually, he he sang lead on more songs on that record than I did. Oh. Hmm. Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, again, about all sides. Tell us the story about the the fight with the the horn section. Um, you know, it's like they were businessmen. They they were absolute. They, they just came in. They, I my recording session on on that rec on that day that particular day with them was probably one of a half a dozen that they did um, all the, all throughout their eight hour or nine hour working day. So they wanted to get in there and get out uh, because the sooner they got out of my session, the sooner they could get to the next session, and the sooner they could get to the next session after that. Um, they were they wanted to to do the parts that were written out for them, um, do them once, and uh, and get in their cars and go. Um, they weren't getting it, so the leader of the session, Tom, this guy Tom Tom eighty four, uh, kind of got a little upset with them and said, you know, if you guys don't get it together, you'll see what your check gets at the end of the day. Yeah, don't be rep. Don't. What did he say? Don't be fronting off. Don't be fronting off to me. <laughs> no, and uh, and the other guy. They, I mean, they were the sweetest guys in the world, you know. But they were they were on a clock, and uh, and the clock was ticking, and they, you know, and plus two. The other thing is is that you got to remember with horn players, they're they're pushing a, a tremendous amount of air, and uh, you know, it's like the, the pressure on their heads is <laughs> is phenomenal, and they they. Uh, they can't do that for long, extended periods of time without having to take a break. Uh, they didn't want to take a break. They wanted to get it done and go. Uh, and then when the uh, when the the leader of the session kind of felt that uh, that the guys weren't really pulling their weight, he had no qualms about telling them, "You guys, you know, you better get it together uh, so we can get out of here." Were you there actually watching this? Yeah, I was, and I was actually. Um, it was myself and uh, and the uh, the engineer and the, uh, and the producer Bruce Fairburn, who was uh, I was uh, I, I was blessed to work with Bruce. He's just a great guy, and Bruce went on to produce Bon Jovi, uh, Aerosmith, um, Loverboy, uh, a bunch of other really really hugely successful acts. Uh, Bruce has passed away since then. Uh, I think he's been gone now for about maybe seven or eight, nine years, something like that. Um, and as soon as they started arguing, I, I yelled over to the engineer. I said, "Please roll roll the two-track tape on this, so I can get it, uh, so I can get it on. Uh, you know, I can archive it from for any future use." And it wound up, you know, being a funny thing to have. Do they know that it's on your record? I doubt they know who I am anymore. <laughs> Hopefully they don't the listen idea. to Rundgren Radio. Uh, I'm sure they don't. <laughs> 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 well, 
We're worldwide. We got a call from Canada. I got letters from Japan to talk about in a minute. You, you never know. We got it going on. Okay, I've got one more question because uh, I don't want to Bogart Doug's show here. Uh, okay, here's the fun question of the night. And I didn't ask this of you last time you were on the show because I had not thought of this question at that point. But if you've listened at all to any of the shows, then you know what's coming. But if you haven't, we're going to know because we'll just be able to tell. <laughs> but Doug told me I have to mix it up. So, Doug, here's the new version of the question. Okay. Is it true that when you're on the road, Kaz, you make Doug Kennedy do your laundry? Yes. <laughs> Not only do I make him do my laundry, I make him do it by hand. <laughs> he didn't mention that part. Of course he didn't. Of course he didn't. Well. But he'll also be the first to tell you that I'm, I'm extremely hygienic and clean. And he really doesn't have to work that hard. You know, just a quick rinse, bar of soap, and he's, he's done. I mean, if you walked into his room uh, while he's on the road with me, it looks a little like a Chinese laundry. He's got my underwear hanging all over the place in his room, my socks. And, um, and I do get extremely upset with him when he doesn't match uh, socks perfectly. Um, well, but wondering. for the most part, he's really good at that. Uh, that's really what I've discovered about Doug is that that his, is his forte. As good a guitar player he is, he's a much better launderer. <laughs> That's a really good answer, Kaz. You did good. <laughs> you did good. All right, I'll let you guys go. And, um, Kazim, I'll see you in Atlanta at the Rundgren Radio Groupie Gear Show. That's great, Mel. Okay. Thanks, sweetheart. All right, see you later. Bye. Bye, Bye. Melly Mel. I can't believe I saw you guys two questions. <laughs> see you later. You sure? Bye-bye. That's it? That's Bye. it? Bye. Yeah, that's right. it. Okay, you can have more if you want. Are you desperate for callers? We gave Eddie six. No, never. Not with Chasm. I didn't but think Eddie that. also wanted to know, by the way, he's in the chat room, that uh, he wanted to make sure that you knew that Love Alone was his favorite Utopia song. That, uh, you know, that's really funny coming from a guy like him. Because he was, you know, I mean, he's, he sounded like a real tough guy. You know, and I'm, uh, and I'm, sure, he's, I'm sure he's a sweetheart. But uh, you would think that, that, that a song like... Uh, you know, Hiroshima would be more up his alley. <laughs> yeah. Well. Well, it just goes to show you. There you go. Soft yeah. heart. Yeah. There you go. All right. I'm hanging up. See you guys All later. Right. Bye, you. Mel. Bye. Cruiser Mel will be in Atlanta. Mary Mack will be in Atlanta. She did our website for us at groupie.g.com. The, the neat thing about Atlanta is very fan-based. Toddata.com, Bill Bricker's coming, Chasm Info, We'll be represented. Dave Kay, who we made fun of when Jesse was here because it was his 50th birthday. Groupie gear. I mean, you name it. They're coming to this Atlanta show, doing the DVD. It's going to be a blast. Looking forward to it. And speaking of fans, we got one that is uh, actually lives in the U.K., but from Japan. Seiko, you probably have heard of her. Oh, yeah. Yeah. She has a question for you. First, she says, hello, how are you? <laughs> so I guess oh, oh, she's on the chat. <laughs> no, I've got her email. Oh, yeah, okay. Hi, Seiko. All right, she says she loves to listen to your solo. Oh, wait a minute, okay. She wants to know, basically, i got to get this going because uh, a little broken English, but she thinks it would be brilliant if you would make a new solo live CD. For example, Chasm and Chasm Band back on the road live CD. Is there any chance that you might make a new CD? Thanks for listening to the question. Take care and good luck with your upcoming shows. Okay. Now, am I supposed to answer this? That's right. Okay. Um, 
You know, I I really I really tend to shy away from um, what seems to be a very popular thing these days is of just re-releasing stuff over and over and over again. Um, I I've done uh, I haven't really done a live CD per se, um, but. Uh, you know, it's just the, the the material that I that I've been doing and that I plan on doing on these upcoming shows. It's not really that much different from what I've been doing in the past. I mean, there will be a few new songs, <clears throat> but for the most part, it's the stuff that people have you know heard since I've been doing solo shows since I guess 2002 or something like that. Um, so there's really not a lot of cause to do a live record. Uh, and I think what what my plan is, or what what I plan to do, you know, at some time in the not too distant future, uh, is when I have enough new material, is to do shows, uh, another round of campaign touring, and uh, and record it. And I'd rather have a, a live CD with some new material on it than uh, a live CD with the same stuff that I've been doing for you know the past couple of three years. It right. just seems to me to make more sense to do that and sure. then you know ask people to go out and spend their hard-earned money on stuff that that I've been doing for a while now. There are some bands that have a live CD almost every tour they do. Yeah, I, you know, I I just don't see the necessity for that. You know, I think it's uh, I, I you know I I just. I don't want to disparage anyone who does that or say it's not the right thing to do, but for me, it it it's kind of like kind of like taking money that, that I shouldn't be taking. <laughs> no, I mean seriously, yeah. you know, it's it just doesn't. I don't think it warrants it. You know, I just don't think that uh, that it's fair to the fan to you know to ask them to you know to buy something that uh, that isn't unique and and special and new and you know. I don't know. I, mean, I could be wrong. Well, there's a set of fans out there that just, for whatever reason, they like the live stuff. And and I've seen some that want, it doesn't matter if it's the same show 20 times, they want every single show live. Yeah, well, um, I think that, I, I think another reason why, why I gave the answer that I gave was because if you really think about it, uh, most of my shows are available in one form or another, <laughs> whether it's somebody with a video camera in the audience or a cell phone or uh, or some kind of tape recorder, and they throw it up on YouTube or they make it available through some kind of you know uh, internet uh, website, fan internet website or something like that. So, I mean, there's stuff out there that's available. So it's not like I'm putting anything out that wouldn't that isn't already available, and sure. I think that's what I want to avoid. Well, she's of course too over there. It's probably harder to get some of the stuff, but you know there is stuff out like the Valparaiso show and things. Yeah, I mean, around. you know, then and that's my case in point. You know, it's it, it just doesn't make a whole lot of sense for me to be doing that. It's just I, I I don't think it's fair to uh, to my fans, and uh, you know I uh, I really tend to take care of my my fans as much there as you possibly go. can, and they appreciate it very much. Yeah. All right, speaking of fans, you got. Uh, Stephanie, I guess it's Reagan or Regan, who has a MySpace page called For the Love of Chasm. Mm -hmm. And she did a poll that I wanted to tell you about <laughs> mm -hmm. on your goatee. Uh -huh. So since we're on the campaign tour, we'll talk about the percentages here and what the votes were. Okay. So do you think 
Now, let me ask you this first. Do you think the goatee, it was a yes or no, and a not sure, which one do you think had the most percentage points? I think people, um, for some reason, they like it on more than they like it off. 53% agree yeah. with your opinion. 45% said no, 5% not sure. Yeah. Well, these are the questions that need need to be answered. They are. You know, it's very important, very important stuff. <laughs> I, I I tend to feel a little bit better without it. <clears throat> um, it's uh, it's a li- it's a little gray, and uh, even though I'm not ashamed that I have gray hair in my beard, um, it tends to make me feel a little bit older than than I I need to feel. There you go. You know, at this point in my life, I need to do anything I can to possibly make me feel better, not worse. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Stephanie, there's your answer. She couldn't make the show tonight, but wanted me to ask you, so there you go. All right, 616, you are on the line. Doug. Yes. It's Dustin. Dustin29, what's up? Hey, Gasm. Hi, Dustin. How are you? 616. We, I am in Grand Haven, Michigan. Oh, okay. Uh, I am on the lake out here. I'm under about two foot of snow. It's just beautiful here on the beach. I'll bet. On the beach. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> hey, Chasm, uh, you uh, heard the song with Utopia, Eternal Love, was a song uh, in my wedding, which tomorrow will be in Valentine's Day. I thought I'd tell you that. Wow. Oh, okay. well, that's great. Yeah, and I am divorced. Oh, well, there you go. <laughs> Works every time. Hey, Justin, if you ask him if he's going to get back with Utopia, I'm going to ask you if you're going to get back with your ex-wife. Uh, no, I've that? actually gotten back with my ex-wife, and that worked out about as good as Utopia getting back together. <laughs> so, uh, See, some things are just better left alone. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> hey, I was at the Detroit show uh, just a couple weeks ago. I was the bald guy in the front with the uh, young son. Okay. Who seems to get one of your guitar picks every show we go to. Whether it's in California or whatever, do you uh, purposely pick out the youth in the crowd and throw stuff at them? Yeah, I do. <laughs> I, uh, I'm serious, I do. I thought, I thought so. I mean, I've been around. I'm at shows where there's younger kids there, and you do seem to uh, pay attention to them. Yeah, uh, I mean, you know, if, if 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 a kid is looking like he's enjoying him, actually, even if the kid's looking like he's not enjoying himself, <laughs> I'll go out of my way to acknowledge that presence and. Kind of, thing. I mean, you know, I put myself in in their position, and if I was a kid, if I was like you know eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen years old, uh, and I was at a, a rock show, and, and one of the guys on stage made some kind of gesture to me that you know made, uh, that made me feel like he realized that I was you know present, um, I just would have been in seventh heaven. So. Um, I, I, that's why I, I take special care to say hi to kids and stuff like that because, um, you know, it, it, it would have made me feel good if somebody did that for me. So uh, since nobody ever did that for me, <laughs> I'm doing it for somebody else. No, you know, you, you've done it for him, I mean, many times. And uh, he's 21 now, and oh. I don't know if you remember him at the Detroit show. He's right up front, and, I mean, he really enjoys you guys. And, uh but it's been going on for years. I mean, even being out in California, and we were up in the balcony, and, and you must have thrown six guitar picks up there, and they were just pinging all over the place. And you yeah, finally well. got one. It was, it was funny. But uh, also at that Detroit show, I just had this one question for you, and I'll let you, get, let you guys go. Um, when Todd fell into the drum kit, and yeah. uh, if you, is, what's the funniest thing on stage that uh, you've ever been involved with, with either Todd or Utopia? Um, you know, besides you breaking your ankle, cause Todd, Todd mentioned that during that the was not funny. Wasn't funny, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Have you seen the Lego video on YouTube? I'm, I'm sorry. Yeah, I, I've seen that. You've seen that. Okay. Yeah. 
So be, besides that, that was the first time I've ever seen Todd fall on stage. So I, I, we were That was laughing. the first time you ever seen Todd fall on stage? Yes, and I've seen him. You know, if I had a nickel for every time Todd <laughs> fell on stage, I wouldn't have to do a solo career. You're kidding me. <laughs> was, you, you know, that, that, was my, that was over, I've seen him now 72 times, and I've never seen him fall. We were right in the front. You, you, you just weren't looking. Uh, Todd is probably, the, and I love him to death, but he's probably the most clumsiest person I've ever met on stage. Um, if it, it, I remember when we were, when I was, when I first joined the band, uh, he would uh, at, fall at least two to three times a night. Uh, he was probably more intoxicated back then, wasn't he? Uh, oh, we all were. <laughs> um, but that that had nothing to do with him falling. He just fell a lot. That's all. Um, and and then when we had the pyramid, and he would like you know climb on, up to the top of this twenty five foot pyramid and and put his his wrist in the strap and then fall over himself, and then he would come crashing down and ruin the drums on the way. And then we had the water trough uh, for Willie's solo, and the, the the there was a design quote unquote a design flaw in the staging. And the water would wind up on the stage as opposed to in the troughs where it belonged. And, you know, whether it was Todd, myself, or Roger, would inevitably slip and fall right on our asses uh, more, than, uh, more than we should have. Um, so there was always something funny going on stage. It was, and then the glass guitar that never really came out of the freezer like it should. It would come out in pieces, and <laughs> Todd would, like, you know, be holding the, the, the neck in one hand and the body in another and toss it up in the air. And please. Yeah, there's a bit of a video on that on YouTube now. It hasn't been up that long because uh, that would have been uh, the tour after that. Adventures, when I first started, uh, it was my first tour. It was actually my first concert in my life. Yeah, and uh, so the uh, raw tour was the one that I missed, and so to see that on YouTube, I mean, I, w I was amazed. Now YouTube it looked good, but it was just bits and pieces. They don't show the whole thing. Mm -hmm. so. Yeah, that was uh, that was a fun tour. That was uh, we had these uh, we we um, <clears throat> we had pyro, uh, and we were supposed to have these huge flame bursts on stage, and. <laughs> They never really got the uh, the chemical right in the uh, uh, for the for the shooting flames, and a few times they they, they were trying to use uh, a coffee creamer, you know, the powdered coffee creamer because that burns. Um, so they would put coffee creamer in there, and and it would like it would just go, <laughs> and it would be all smoke, no flame. Um, some they they tried to use. Um, powder that they, that you use in uh in gloves like in surgical gloves there's a powder that they use to make the surgical yeah. glove go on uh um easier that's flammable they tried using that that didn't work they used everything but what they should have used probably and i have no idea why they didn't maybe because we had to have a license for it we had to have a licensed pyro guy and we didn't want to pay for it but uh there was that that whole tour was just a comedy of errors it was it was really but, and it, it's probably the reason that today I cannot watch Spinal Tap. <laughs> I cannot watch like the movie Spinal Tap is not funny to me. <laughs> no, I'm 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 being totally serious. Is that why Todd always wears the Levin shirt? I I uh, just you... saw it for the first time the other day. My son and his friend what? were watching it, and I walked in, and and they were walking around the basement. They were supposed to be in concert in Cleveland, and they couldn't find the stage. Yeah, hello they Cleveland. Just around the, I, now I was I was cracking up. Yeah, um well for me that that whole uh that whole movie kind of hits a little too close to home because I, I 
I lived it, you know. I, we lived Spinal Tap. Oh, Love that movie. Dustin, you're way behind if you haven't seen that one. you got to watch the whole thing. Over and over again, you'll pick up something every time. It's hysterical. Yeah. Hey, Kevin, last thing. My son, if you remember um, this summer you know, when the new cars were in Lansing, mm-hmm. and it started raining and pouring, and you guys broke out into the song Rain? Yes. My son wanted to know, I mean, I asked Prairie this when he was on. He, how do you guys know... Is this because you're professionals? I mean, how did you guys know that song when Todd just broke into it? Because we're watching, and the rest of the band broke out into rain, and my, ta- my son's a huge Beatles fan. Um, you know, it, it, there are certain songs that you know without having to play them, uh, rehearse them, or practice them. Uh, everybody knows Beatles songs, and besides the fact that uh, myself, Todd, uh, Elliot, Greg, and... Prairie were are, are huge Beatles fans, so I guess you could probably name any Beatles song, and I could pick it out, you know, on the spot. Gotcha. Um, but there, there were just certain songs that the first time that 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 we did that, I was uh, I was playing in Central Park with Todd, and uh, the there was a, a concert series in New York that was extremely popular every summer. Um, the Central Park concert series, summer concert series, and uh, it poured the uh, the day that we played, and, or, or pour, halfway through our show, and um, and that was one of the first big shows that I did with the band, or one of the first big tours, and Todd started playing uh, that that song, uh, and this is 1976. Wow! I'd started playing that song, and you just. You just go into automatic pilot, and you just you just say, "Oh, all right, I know this song. You know, wow. I know how to play it." Wow. very cool. That was a very cool moment. Yeah. So, thank you, Kevin. Good talking to you. Nice talking to you too. Tell your son I said hi. I will. Thank you. Bye. Bye. All right, Dustin. Thanks for calling, man. You need to have another kid if you want to get some more guitar picks because your son's getting too old. <laughs> <laughs> all right, nine oh five. I'm going to start charging him. Yeah, nine oh five. Hey, actually, Kaz, I'm speaking up for you. Get for 905. Uh, hang on just a second. There was, uh, I saw one of your guitar picks on eBay. Yeah. And it was from Meatloaf Tour. And it went for like 15 bucks. Really? Did yeah, somebody actually pick. buy it? Somebody bought it. Had several bids, and they paid a bunch of money for it. Well, I wish I, I would have known. I would have given it to them. Yeah, exactly. I don't know. They, somebody wanted it bad enough. All right, 905, you're with us. Hey, hello. Hey. Hello. Hi, it's Adele coming from Toronto. Adele, how are you? I'm good, and how are you? I'm good. Good. Is it, is it, how cold is it in Staten Island? Um, well, it's not cold enough to snow. It's been raining all day. So, oh, um, nice. It snowed last night, and then uh, it started raining sometime this morning, early this morning, and now it's just a mess. Oh, God, I got like 14 feet outside my door right now. 14 feet? Yep. Are you exaggerating, uh, yeah. or is that? No, I'm just, well, piled up from, we've had like four really big hits in the last week. Yeah. And there's like literally a 14-foot pile on each side of my driveway. You see, I, at, at that point, I would just throw in the towel and start walking. You know, I would just walk to somewhere. Yeah, but I'm half hour from the city, so you got to drive. No, I'm <laughs> talking about to walk to Florida. You know. Oh, I wish. And I wish. just relocate. I would. Yeah. I, I would not be able to put up with that. Well, I, I'm used to it. Oh well, there you go then. There you go. Four-wheel drive, it's all good. Well, anyways, I got a fun question because everybody's asking pretty serious questions. I thought I'd ask, what's the craziest groupie thing that a groupie ever did with all your years of touring? The craziest thing a groupie ever did um, that you could um, possibly see without getting in trouble. I, you know, 
I mean, you hear some really, really nutty stories, um, and everything from the girl on the Led Zeppelin plane to oh, yeah. um, Cynthia Plasticaster. Um, yeah, yeah. You know, um, mm-hmm. Utopia and any band that I've been in, uh, from you know Joan Jett to Hall and Oates to Meatloaf, we never really had fans that were. I mean, they were they were kooky fans. Don't get me wrong, but never um, fans that were like that out of their minds. That that mm-hmm. did stuff that would get into Rolling Stone. Having having said that, there was a show um, once where, and Willie can attest to this, and I'm sure everybody in the band can uh, would remember it. That we played, um, we were outside somewhere. I forget where it was. Uh, and I know it was warm because there was a girl on the side of the stage who I still know to this day. She's a <laughs> very, very nice girl. Uh, and she still comes to shows. She comes to Todd's shows. She comes to my solo shows. And she's a really wonderful person. But at that particular moment in time, for whatever reason, she was on stage uh, on by the monitor desk, uh, which was probably right to my left-hand side. Okay. And decided that she was a little warm and <laughs> took her clothes off and stood Everything dancing for the entire show naked on the side naked. of the stage. Butt naked. But butt naked. I mean not a stitch of clothing on, no underwear, nothing. That and I, and if I'm in excuse me? That takes some nerve. Well, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. either, either a lot of nerve or no nerve at all. True, that's a lot of nerve. But um, cool. And, and if I remember correctly, if I and I I could be wrong. Uh, this could just be a drug-induced haze that uh, <laughs> I, I was in at the time. I remember her asking the band to sign her body. Okay. <laughs> I, and I remember that because I think I did. <laughs> I don't, I'm, not being, I'm, not, I'm not trying to be suspicious. How could you guys continue playing? Like that was no. This was after the show. Oh, yeah. this, oh no! But like during this the show. This was after. You, you see, this was after the show when everybody was thanking her uh, for for do, for for putting on her own show for us. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Got to be a picture out there somewhere. Hey. I don't. I, I don't know. That would have surfaced by now. Mm-hmm. True. So is that does that answer your question? Yeah, that answers it. That answers. I mean, and that's really not that crazy. That's kind of tame. Oh, it's all right. Well, cool for her though. I don't. I don't. I could never do something like that. But hey, she had a wonderful body too. Thank God she did. She really, really did. Mm-hmm. And how, but how did you guys continue playing with her? We barely completely naked, beautiful woman. <laughs> we barely. We. Uh, <laughs> I, oh, I, I remember just. I can. I mean, I remember so little of it. I, 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 I do remember it, th- that that happening. Um, I don't remember what my reaction to it was. I probably could not believe that somebody would be, you know, on stage naked. But really, when you come to think of it, it's not. A, it's really not a big deal. You know, it's really. No, girls do it all the time. I've been to concerts. They flash. They do it yeah. all the time. Yeah. Well, flashing is a little different. You know. Yeah. So security didn't have an issue with this, apparently. And nobody yeah. had an issue with it. Like, how long ago was this? I'm surprised no one started to this freak out. This was in the 70s. This was in the, uh, in, in uh, the late, uh, like, 77, 78, something like that. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah. Uh, 
Yeah, well, there you go. There you go. Somebody cool. somebody might try that in Atlanta. Another <laughs> <laughs> reason to buy a ticket. GroupyDuckG.com. <laughs> Maybe we'll see that if we can get Doug Kennedy to do it. There you go. Doug uh, Kennedy will play naked, like the naked cowboy over in New York. Yeah, well, he the naked cowboy wears underwear. Oh. So yeah. Doug's going to go buck naked. Yeah, we got to get Doug to go naked. There you go. Ticket uh, prices have just dropped. No, just dropped. Ticket. <laughs> ticket prices have gone up. Or we'll leave it the same tonight only. Atlanta, Georgia. <laughs> Doug, he's probably listening right now going, mm. Adele, you coming to Atlanta? Oh, don't even go there. I've been trying uh, so hard. You wouldn't believe I've tried every connection with every uh, website to see to get the cheapest flight I could possibly get. It's hell. Where do you live? Toronto. Live in Toronto. Toronto. Well, I live in Mississauga, but the nearest city is Toronto. That's well, we'll sure. have to. Well, I'll have to come back up to Toronto, Adele. Oh, you will. Oh, okay. <laughs> you will, ma'am. You better know it. <laughs> no, I'm right. joking. I can wait. You'll be back. No, literally, I can get anything for like a 24-hour round-trip flight. Nothing less than $600. Oh, uh, that's that's too much. That's just the flight. I'll start looking for you. We're gonna get you to Atlanta somehow. <laughs> yeah, you and Carrie. There you go. All right. Hey, Carrie. She's listening. Hey. Yeah. Well, anyway, one more quick thing. Did you like your birthday video? Honestly. Uh, did, did it wasn't corny. Did I did I not make it abundantly clear that it was yes, one of the did. sweetest things that anybody or any group of people have ever done for me? Thank you. Really, very good. very welcome. So next to my, next to my mom and sister and brothers, you guys are the best. Oh, thank you. <laughs> it was the least we could do for everything that you've given us. Well, um, I I just really appreciate you guys and and thank you so much. Oh, anytime. You know it. Alex, Adele. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. Thanks for calling, Adele. You're welcome. We'll Take get care. You Atlanta have a happy Valentine's Day tomorrow. All right, yeah, you too, good. sweetie. Thanks. Bye. Uh, yeah. Is anybody making a happy Valentine's video for you? I need to find out tomorrow, I guess. <laughs> I guess so. <laughs> All right, good deal. Let's see. I, I can't believe that we have gone over an hour and not a single person has mentioned the backstage YouTube videos. Um, I think they kind of, you know, they they, they speak they, for themselves. Well, not only do they 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 speak for for themselves, but it's kind of, you know, there's there's a lot of them, so it's kind of like why you know why bother mentioning it? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I just want to know why you why you pick on poor Randy so much. But we got a caller from nine four one. Maybe that's their question. What do you got? Nine four one. Where you coming from? Uh, Sarasota, Florida. All right. You're warm. I'm jealous. Yeah, very warm. Mm. Hey, Kaz, how you doing? Okay, man, how are you? Hey, good. Hey, this is Don, Mark Alexander's uh, cousin. Oh, hey, how's it going? Good, man, good. Hey, good. Uh, Are you really Mark's cousin or just his friend who says he's his cousin? <laughs> yeah, I'm really his cousin. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, but anyhow, we're, um, he's going to be playing down in uh, Fort Lauderdale um, when you're down there. Uh, are you serious? Yeah, he's going to be playing on the 29th and, uh, let's see, the 1st and the 2nd. Well, so we're well, gonna jump over uh, probably the second and try to catch your gig. He's got to come. Yeah, yeah, he's got to. Uh, all, all right, now that I know, that, because I know I, I spoke to Mark a couple of weeks ago or about a week ago, and um, he mentioned that he was going to be in Texas when yeah. uh, when I was going to be in Texas, but we were going to miss each other by a few days. He, uh, I guess, he didn't realize that I had a gig in Lauderdale, so uh, right. I'll make sure yeah. I'll make sure to give him a call before I leave. Yeah, so that'd be cool because I was just saying that we have to check it out and jump on over and you know, buy a drink or something, man. Oh, absolutely. Okay, well, good. I just want to touch base with you. 
Hey, Don, thanks, man. And, uh, you know, I'll see you when I get down to Fort Lauderdale. Okay, man, sounds good. All right. All right, thanks. Bye. Bye. Very good. Good. So, um, is he really the cousin, you think? No. (laughs) (laughs) Now he's gone. Okay, 732, that's definitely Jay-Z, right? Oh, yeah, that's Jersey, all right. All right. Yeah, I'm I'm in the same area code as Doug Kennedy. This is Chris. Hi, Chris. I was the guy playing uh, Rather Be Blind on the piano in the birthday video. Oh, cool. <laughs> and and somebody just mentioned that, so I wanted to uh, ask you, where I, of all the songs on that collection, I mean, I, I enjoy the whole thing, but I really like that one because uh-huh. it's done with... Um, you know, such limited resources. Yeah. I know that there are more songs that you did like that. Where can I get them? Um, the the best place to get them is my record called um, um, Basement Tapes. Yeah, I've been, and it's out of print, right? Yeah, it is. So I'm um, a creek. <laughs> excuse me? So I'm totally up a creek. Um, not but necessarily. I, was, I, I mean, was looking on the MySpace page, and and I couldn't even buy them one at a time. You know. No, then they're not. Uh, the only place that I have, though, I mean, I know that there are fans with that record, so you might you might do some research on TR Connection or on Casim Info, uh, and ask if somebody has a a copy of it that they might be able to burn you. Uh, you know, or send you or MP3 you a couple of tracks. There's only really, there's uh, there's only really a few tracks, maybe about three or four from that era that uh, that I felt were worthy enough to put out on a record. And you did that on four track, right? I did that on a four track, yeah. And that's and that's all you. You played all those instruments, except for drums. Yeah, I didn't oh, play drums. Okay. Yeah, that was another thing. There's no musician credits on all sides, so. so I uh, know. You know what? You're right. There isn't. And what, but what I, like I did instead of uh, instead of musician credits, I just thanked a whole bunch of people, and the people that I thanked have some hand in most of the songs. I see, or at least the musicians do. Hmm. Okay, but so I, I, I just didn't I didn't want to overload the uh, the the uh, CD with uh, information because it's just so goddamn hard to read. Yeah, well, it was it was a little rough, but there's some good playing on there. It'd be nice to know who was doing it all. Um, might be something that's a good suggestion, and it might be something that I uh, would do in in the not too distant future is uh, uh, make a, a sort of organize and, and uh, list who played what, when, where, how, why. Yeah, that'd like. be great, man. Yeah, that's a good suggestion. And I got up on the internet. I got one uh, fun question for you. Maybe you won't think it's fun, but my impression is that Staten Island is full of lousy drivers. <laughs> would you say would you say that's a correct impression and are you one of them? <laughs> uh that's a, never... that's, a, that's a really good question. Yeah, there I'm sure there are Wait, can you I before I answer that question, I have a question for you. Okay. Where are their good drivers? Uh I, I don't know. Yeah. But I've never, it's just, you know, Staten Island seems to stand out in my mind. I've never driven on Victory Boulevard when fewer than five people have not tried to kill me. Yeah, well, that's that's because everybody's, you know, they they get so screwed in in 99.9% of their lives that <laughs> the only way they can they can feel better about themselves is when they get behind a wheel and they just take it out on their fellow human being. <laughs> yeah, I guess um, so. But, yeah, there are lousy drivers on Staten Island. Am I a lousy driver? I can be. 
<laughs> okay, well, that clears it up for me. I thought you I guys do. took the subway and taxis, and that was it. <laughs> you what? I thought all y'all did was take the subway or ride a taxi. Uh, there is no subway on Staten Island. No. There's only above ground train, and um, you kind of you're forced to drive <clears throat> on this particular uh, in this particular borough. Mm. You're really um, you're SOL if you don't drive. Uh, it, it it takes an inordinate amount of time to get from point A to point B on public transportation, um, but. There are uh, there are days when I wish I I had a tank instead of a car. <laughs> <laughs> been there. There you yeah, go. Definitely been there. Thanks a lot, Captain. Hey, thank you. See you. Thanks a lot, New Jersey call. All right, so we got a few more minutes, and then we're gonna let Chasm go because I know he is busy getting ready for the campaign. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and, uh, so we got six one three eight five zero eight one eight three zero four. We will get to all of y'all hopefully. So let's go, 613. Hi, it's me again. It's MJ. Hey. I, I just got one question because Mary okay. won't ask. <laughs> <laughs> um, Mary sent you a video that I took of Alligator Alley. Uh-huh. Did you watch it? Um, I probably did watch a bit of it, yeah. Oh, hold on. Excuse Where, me? Where'd you go? Hold on, there she is. Are you there? Yeah. Okay, I'm sorry. Go ahead. I just wanted to know if Cassim liked it. Um, of course I liked it. It was the best thing I've ever seen in my entire life. <laughs> I, I'm, I, and I'm, I'm submitting it to the Academy for uh, consideration uh, for not this year's Oscars, but next year. There you go. <laughs> okay. Okay. Okay, see you later, Cal. Bye. Bye. Well, I wish I was there right now because you know it's warm. Jealous. Jealous. What, jealous. she's up in, in Toronto. No, I wish I was in Alligator Alley. Oh, yeah. Yeah, having a cold one in uh, warm weather. That's what I'd like to be doing. All right, 818. Not that I wouldn't want to be here, of course, on the show. I'm talking about weather-wise. 818. What? What are you doing? (laughs) Hi, Kaz. It's Darnell. Hi, Darnell. How are you? I'm good, sweetie. How are you? I'm good. I thought I'd just call you up and see if you and Dougie needed some strings, maybe, for your little gig things. And I thought I'd just send some to your P.O. box. What do you say? Um, you could, but by all means, I, I love those Everly strings. They're great. Yeah, I, I thought you might be able to use some. All right, that's all I wanted to say is I'm listening to you. I'm I, not we, believing too much of what you're saying, but <laughs> we, we got to uh, we got to get out to the West Coast soon. I got to do some solo shows on the West Coast. I'm I know, really, I know. We're, we're dying to figure to. out where to put you and what to do and all I'm, that. But I'll, I'll be to, sending but... you some some strings and stuff. What are you, are you guys using tens or something? Yeah, tens or elevens would be great. Okay, great. All right, All right thanks, I'll sweetheart. Get them off into the mail. Okay. Take it easy. Bye. Bye. So we're going from campaign tour to little solo thing. Yeah. All right, all right, Darnell. All right, so Darnell, we pick on her a lot sometimes. She's fun. She's Very a good, good kid. She's all right. Okay, so let's see. I'm gonna go to because I know. 850 has got to be, so I'm going to go to 714, <laughs> just because I know they'll wait it out. 714, all right, 304 and 850, you're next, I promise. 714, where are you calling from? Hi, I'm calling from Arvind County. Two Californians. California. Mm, I have to follow Darnell. There you go. Hi, Chasm. Hi. Hi, it's Sherry. Oh, hi, Sherry. How are you? Good. How are you? I'm okay. How have you been? Thank you. Pretty good. Good. Sorry I won't get to see you in Atlanta. Well, that's okay. Don't but worry. Really, about it. Like I, I said to Darnell, I, I really, uh, I, I really have to make a priority to get to the West Coast. I really, really do. I mean, at least, at least a couple of three shows in California would would be so cool. 
I think it would be fabulous, and I think lots of people would show. So, well, you I, you know, I mean, we'll work on you know what? It doesn't really matter if it's if it's five or fifty or five hundred. I, I just think that it's something that uh, that I should be concentrating on, and uh, hopefully this year will you know will see me playing a lot more solo shows. We hope so, because we'd love to have you out here. Well, thanks, honey. Yeah, and happy Valentine's Day. And you too. I hope your husband gets you something very nice. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, me too. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, it's a quick pro quo thing. You've got to get him something nice as well. Yes. Uh-huh. So, um, so I thought about well, asking about you a question. Things? What? Uh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. <laughs> no, you go ahead. No, 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 no. I was just being, I, I was being silly. What did you say? I, I said, so, you said so, and I said, so how about those Yankees? <laughs> how about those Giants? Uh, yeah, yeah. Well, you know, for those football fans, that's that's great. I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm not, not a, a football, big football fan. fan, but but I I'm an ex New Yorker. So. It was a really good game. Yeah, uh-huh, it yeah. was. So, uh, so what's your what's your favorite foods, Chasm? What's my favorite foods? Yes. You know, I've been kind of off food for the past couple of three years. Um, I'm, I, I I skip meals and uh, I eat horribly, um, except for the oatmeal, oatmeal that I have with me on the road. Uh, and um, I'm really, uh, I really, I'm doing myself a disservice by not eating more regularly. Well, you have boundless energy. You mu- you- that, that's that, that's smoke and mirrors. <laughs> uh, what you don't see is my sleeping 18 hours a day. <laughs> I just make it look like I'm very busy. <laughs> But no, I I I really really need to to uh, to watch my uh, my health because uh, I'm, I'm I'm getting older, I'm getting heavier, um, I'm getting uh, I I must have put on at least seventy five pounds since the end of the Todd tour. And, really? Um, yeah. Are you kidding me? Gosh, they'll need that big room for you in Cleveland. Yeah, and it's all in my head. <laughs> my head weighs seventy five pounds more. Than it did when I finished the Todd shows two weeks ago. Well, that means more brain matter to uh, do more music. Yeah, but it's really not very attractive. Oh, come on. <laughs> it's really not. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'll have to look at pictures, I guess. Uh, no, you don't want to see a picture of that, believe me. <laughs> well, have a very good holiday. You too. And you I too. I, I mean, although too. really, Valentine's Day is not really a holiday. Not a holiday. It's not really, you know, a quote-unquote sanctified official national holiday. Do you have any plans? Do I have any plans? Yes. I plan to get some work done. Sleep and get up and eat oatmeal. Yeah, and then go back to sleep. Sleep 18 hours. I've got to get my 18 hours in, otherwise it's <laughs> no good to anybody. You know, really, though, Valentine's Day, it's, you know, if you've been around for a while, it's not, as big a deal, of course, when we were all younger, and then trying to go to a restaurant, you, you forget about it. They're just packed. It's true. Who wants yeah. to bother with all the crowds and everything? Yeah. Well, an excuse. You know, I've been married for 25 years, so. Yeah. Well. Yeah. Okay. Get to, at, at a certain point, it just becomes something that you know. It's like, okay, got to go out get a card. <laughs> got to go out get some flowers. <laughs> got to go out and get some candy. Uh-huh. You know, it's so a scam. you're contributing to the to the welfare of uh of the GNP. There you go. Oh, and I'm going to ask I'm looking at the chat room too, and somebody wants to know who the third guitarist is going to be. Uh it's more than likely going to be Jesse. Yeah? Yeah. 
Oh, geez. As a matter of fact, I'm going to say unequivocally, Ooh. Jesse has signed on to do my solo tour. So oh, self, Jesse, and Doug Kennedy. Oh, my gosh. Uh, Another reason. But Doug is not going to be playing on stage. Doug what? is going to be um, washing doing laundry, yeah. dancing naked, yeah, <laughs> flashing everybody. Yeah, Doug's going to be dancing naked while he's washing clothes. <laughs> <laughs> in the sink. It, no, we have a tub for we have a wash basin for him with one of those you know like racks that they use like uh, and when you ha- when you bring your stuff down to the river. With well, the that's rocks. They slam the clothes against the rocks. Exactly. Yeah, we have a big rock and a wash basin, and um, we have to get a couple of uh, of uh, uh, babies so that he can you know ho- be holding them while he's washing what? the clothes. Hey, Casim, hang on one sec. Here, hold on. Uh-oh. Hello, Chasm. It's Andy. Hi, Andy. How are you? I'm good. How are you doing? Uh, I'm I'm well. How have you been? Uh, well, you know, I just walked in to try and uh, gather a few things and had the phone shoved in my well, head. Well, you better go get your you better go get your wife something for Valentine's Day because she's expecting diamonds. Oh, you know, well, you know. Uh, yeah, it's just another year of failure I can look forward to. So. <laughs> you know, Bring tickets club, to Atlanta, we'll do all right. Two airline <laughs> tickets to Atlanta. <laughs> I, I can get get rid of her for a while. Exactly. You know, that's a gift to me, I guess, right? Great Valentine <laughs> gift. Exactly. And the truth comes out, Andy. Yeah, there you go. There, there you, you go. go. You, know, you sound well. Uh, you hope, too. Uh, hope all is going well for you. And you. I appreciate that. Okay. Have a good evening. Let me give you back to the to the real boss around okay. here. All right. Hi, Sherry. sorry he walked in. So Sherry, that's a great Valentine's gift idea is to get some plane tickets to go see Chasm somewhere. Yeah, really? Uh-huh. There you go. He may just go buy them for me. Yeah. <laughs> Whether All he right. knows it or not. Whether he knows it or not, really. Yeah. <laughs> okay, well, I don't want to take up too much time. Thanks, Sherry. <laughs> Have a good All right, bye. <laughs> bye, Sherry. <laughs> Sherry, i got to thank her for getting the scoop because now we know who the other guitarist is. Yeah, nobody asked. All right, there we go. Mary Mary Lou will come with him. Come talk to us. Think she might tour too? Uh, Mary Lou? Yeah. Um, you never know. That'd be fun. Absolutely. Okay, we're going to get some people on hold. We're going to wrap this up right quick so everybody be fast, please. 304. Hi, kids. How you doing? Hi. Hello. You have to guess who this is at Erica 304. Oh, please don't make me do that. <laughs> West Virginia. From West Virginia, well, um, let's see, West Virginia. Who do I know in West Virginia? It could be Roger Powell. Anybody from Roger Powell's family? No. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Um, my Aunt Lily, who's been passed away for the past ten years. Good job, Chasm. I'm proud of you. You got it right. Yeah, well, hi, Aunt Lil. How's it going? <laughs> this is Mary. Hi. Hi, Mary. <laughs> How you doing, sweetheart? Good. How are you? I'm fine. It's cold down here. It's been snowing all day. Well, um, that's what it does in the winter on the East Coast. I know. You know. It sucks. <laughs> yes, it does. Well, I've got like about a gazillion questions. I've been... Gazillion? <laughs> At least a gazillion. I always tell Kazem that. And he always says, no, you can only ask one. Well, I'll give you two two questions. Okay. Um well, I'm wondering if you're going to tell us anything about the new songs that you're going to be playing on this tour. <clears throat> no, I'm not going to. I'm not going to say anything about them because um, mainly because I'm, I haven't finished 
uh, writing them yet, uh, and I'm, and that's why I can't stay on the phone very much longer <laughs> because I really should be working <laughs> on finishing up my my uh, my work. But um, uh, it, there will be there will be new material. Oh, wonderful! I'm looking forward to. I'm really looking forward to it. Um, you're also talking about the basement tapes earlier. I'm wondering. I heard a rumor that you do not have a copy of that. No, I do not. <laughs> I always thought that was kind of strange. That Somebody bring one to Atlanta. <coughs> yeah, you never know. Someone might give you one. You just there never you know. Um, don't go out of your way. You know, I mean, I I do have the the material that was on that record in various uh, states of undress. You know, I mean, I got stuff on DAT and. Uh, uh, and CD, you know, kind of scattered around my uh, studio, but I don't have uh, I don't have a physical CD of it uh, because, I, and I'm not even sure why, but I just don't own one. Yeah, I heard there just weren't very many many of them made. There was only about 700 made, uh, and of those 700, probably maybe only five, four to five got sold. Uh, and the other 200 are just kind of somewhere in in the you know in, in the abyss. Yeah, I know everybody watches eBay for them, and one just sold uh, this week, I think, on eBay. Really? That's yeah. what I should do. I should probably just buy one for, on eBay. There you go. <laughs> eBay's the place. And I know that. Pe- and, and and also the funny thing is is that the that people who do who have bought them uh, like from Amazon or wherever they get them from have to wait like six eight weeks for it. Mm. Yeah, because somebody's burning them in their basement. Or something like that. There you go. Have a new business the, opportunity. We have to send the CAS police out there. Yeah. You go. yeah, I'll start burning them here, and I'll sell them at the Atlanta concert for a couple of extra bucks. There you like go. Yeah, whatever works for you, Mary. <laughs> All right, Mary. Uh, That's your two questions. We gotta we gotta run this. You got something else, real quick? I have one more, real quick, and it's a possible quasi personal question, so you don't have Uh-oh. to answer if you don't want to. Sure. Um, the medallion that you wear around your neck, I'm just wondering what that is. Uh, that is, <clears throat> um, it's, a, uh, it's a Roman coin uh, from uh, 33 A.D. It's uh, the smallest coin minted by uh, Pontius Pilate uh, at the time of um, Tiberius. Uh, and it was in circulation at the time of uh, the crucifixion of Jesus Christ. I am not uh, a, a religious person by any means, but um, I, I, I like to. I, I, tr- I traded my religion for spirituality a long time ago. Uh, even though I can tend to, I, I can be a very unspiritual person. I like to. I just like to think that that there's more to spirituality than there is to organized religion. Um, having said that. Uh, I, uh, I I saw this coin and I thought it was the coolest thing since individually wrapped sliced sliced pieces <laughs> of cheese and uh, and bought it and um, just to know that uh, that this coin was made by um, somebody in the year 33 uh, A.D. was just like pretty cool. So that is cool. I brought it to my buddy and he put the uh, bezel around it. And uh, I've had it on for the past, I guess, maybe four or five years. Yeah, because people have noticed that you've, you wear it quite consistently, I mean, at every show and all that, for yeah. several years. And so I was just wondering what its significance was. Yeah, now, you see, now that I've told that story, uh, now I have to make up another story about what it really is. 
So we'll have to have the next next caller uh, ask that and see what you can come up with. No, it go. takes me a little bit to come up with stories. <laughs> I'm not I'm not a prolific storyteller. Well, you've been coming as up witnessed with by my my output of solo material. Well, you've been coming up with some pretty good stories tonight that we've noticed. Yes, <laughs> maybe I should skip the music business and just go into storytelling. You said that's what you like about touring is telling the stories. Uh, yeah, but really, I don't think if I if I got up there and told stories for ninety minutes, that people would really be coming to my shows. Oh, I think they your stories are wonderful. And so how good they are. All right, well then, you know what? Screw the music. I'm only telling stories. But your music are stories too. You tell your stories through your music too. There you so. go. Oh, I All love stories. you, Mary. Good, best. good point. All right, very good, Mary. Thanks for calling. Good questions. All right. Good time. See you in Atlanta. Bye, Atlanta. All right, Kaz, I know you got to run. We're going to let Carrie say hello right quick, and then that'll be it. Sorry, everybody else that is on hold. Maybe next time. Carrie, that's you, right? It's me. All right, say hello. Hey, Kaz, how you doing? Hi, Carrie. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. We're really looking forward to the 1st of March. Uh, So am I. So am I. It's a great way to kick off uh, my campaign tour. (laughs) <laughs> Absolutely, and with with Jesse playing background and Doug playing washboard and you telling stories, it should make for one hell of a DVD. Yeah. What well, we have to do is we have to get we have to get Doug a uh, a do rag, okay. and um, and a little like muumu. You know, do you know what a muumu is? Oh, absolutely. Oh, okay, well we need to get him like a. <laughs> You're not the only one that's put on seventy five pounds since the pod tour. And and the and curlers. Okay. All right, so we dress Doug in curlers, a, a do-rag, and a moo-moo. Um, put him on stage with a wash basin <laughs> and a rock. And he's going to be butt naked. And, and he's going to be naked under the moo-moo. With, uh, with a baby uh, under each arm, a big groupie gear moo-moo, you think? Uh, excuse me? A groupie gear moo-moo, you think? Uh, you could make him a groupie gear, but I think that might be a little bit too fashionable. <laughs> <laughs> I think he needs something a little bit more worn. Okay, All right. I can handle that. And um, and that will be the cover for my next record too. That would be awesome. Yeah, that would I can't be wait. that would be that would be just wonderful. Yeah. So you. So you ready to come down south and get warm a little bit? I uh, I certainly am. Is this going to be I, the saw your ass out tour or what? Excuse me. <laughs> is this going to be the saw your ass out tour? Well, it it is. It, it's quite cold up here right now. So yeah, no, I'm um, sorry. Any, anything a little more south of here would be uh, a welcome change. We're in the 30s in Florida tonight, so. We're almost feeling your pain. Uh, and you don't really have have heat, per se, right? Well, we do. No. We're not in South Florida. I mean, we're in the Panhandle, so, yeah. you know, we have heat and indoor plumbing and all that fun stuff, so. I, I didn't know that. <laughs> we're, we're cool up here. I did not know that. Yeah. Well, I... It's I'm all good, right, Doug? You learned something new. It's all good. I'm I'm really looking forward to seeing you, and I really appreciate you guys putting this show together, and I think it's going to be a hoot. We're gonna have it, will yeah, it will be. Yeah, it will be. We're really excited. Have a lot of fun. And and if we can't have fun, damn it, we'll we'll you know we'll figure out another way to do it. <laughs> we'll have fun. Yeah. I don't think we've ever not had fun, so it'll be it'll be. Well, fun. now now have you, you you have you been to any of my solo shows before? You know, I sadly no, I haven't. Ooh. I haven't, but I have the basement tapes. Does that does that with me burn away? Um, and, no, I mean it's just a, it's a question of geographics. I think you know you just yeah. Like, it, the closest you've down. ever been is um, Fort Lauderdale, and that's an eleven and a half hour drive for me. Yeah, Florida um, is a is is a pretty big state when you're going from one end to the other. Yeah, yeah. I mean we've we've really pushed for you to be able to play up here, but I'm I'm thrilled to death that we've got you in Atlanta. 
Well, it it, it, it all works out in, in in the end. Oh yeah. And uh, and I'm I'm just really looking forward to that show, and I'm sure it'll be a fun night, and we'll have a great time, and then we'll talk about it for the next couple of years. There oh you yeah. Know. And then you know you can do some roll fishing up here. If you want um, to, yeah, you know, again, uh, I'm 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 doing the fishing because um, <laughs> because I just probably um, want to just really torture myself. Well, I know you were doing like a whole jet ski thing last time you were in my neighborhood, so yeah, I was, and Steve. and and that was a riot, and and actually the guy who I who I went out with, uh, Rick. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, he, like I tend to get on a jet ski and treat it like a Lamborghini and and just go as fast as I possibly can make as as crazy a turn as I possibly can and um scare people yeah. and Rick kept saying I can't believe you're out of your mind you're abs- you're absolutely crazy um so I I guess on some level I have this kind of death wish about you know going fast and uh being irresponsible yeah, well, you've been driving along, you know, Staten Island. So, that that probably know. has something to do with it. Yeah, but you know, I I read about you in the Florida Marine Patrol report. It's you know, it's, it's um, local no. knowledge around here. Yeah, but anyway, I am looking forward to coming down. Yeah, we're gonna have a good time. Okay, definitely have a good time. And I've got your I've got your Chasm Groupie Hero shirt. Okay, well, um, I, I'm not sure what I'm going to be wearing that night, but um, no, 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 you don't have to wear it for the DVD. But I've got the shirt you wanted, so and Doug won't have to clean that night. Uh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh, we'll get we'll we'll have Doug working before you know it. All right. All right. You got it. And then after he washes, he has to cook. Mm. Can he cook? Uh, does it matter? <laughs> <laughs> and then not only that, when, he has to then he has to clean. Okay. Because if he makes a cigarette omelet or something, I'm going to hang out with Dave, who you know on his night to cook, he calls for pizza. You know, he asked, so, <laughs> he asked me not to give away his recipe for a cigarette omelet. Okay. But it's next to, he holds that in his close, uh, closely guarded secret as he does hamburger soup. Okay, because he told me last week that y'all didn't even, like, really tip that poor girl. That's not true. <laughs> That's what he, he didn't said. Want to. He didn't want to. He was the one who said, if you tip her, I'll never speak to you again. And I said, Doug, the poor girl probably makes about $1.75 an hour. You have, we have to tip her. And he, he, I think what he did was, I left the tip, he went back to the table and took it back. Oh, probably. Put it in his own pocket. Yeah. What state were you in? Because it was probably like 218 an hour or something. Um, you know, where were we? We were in Pennsylvania, maybe, the, uh, either Pennsylvania or Ohio, something like that. I'm not Yeah, maybe that. it was $1.75. I don't know. It's pretty pathetic yeah. up there still. Yeah. It's bad. It's bad everywhere. Yeah. All right. Well, we'll have to put him in his place. In a couple weeks. Okay. <laughs> Thanks, Carrie. All right, sweetie. We'll talk to you later. We'll see you in two weeks. All right, very good. Okay. So, Take care. Bye, Carrie. Bye. Let's pause for about a 30-second commercial break, and we will be right back in just a second. Hi there. This is Prairie Prince. I'm the drummer for Todd Rundgren, the Tubes, the Jefferson Starship. Just about anybody else that wants to got me bang on my drum all day long. We are now listening to Rundgren Radio. All right, we are back. We're going to go real quick. I'm going to just a few more minutes because I know Chasm's busy and we got some more things we've got to finish the show with. We're going to play you some Chasm music. 
and we're going to talk a little bit more about Atlanta and some stuff for you and some of the other tour stuff. So I've got four callers. You're going to get in, 573-904 and 716. I think actually the 904 is up twice for some reason. So three callers. you got a couple minutes, and have some fun with it, and then we'll wrap it up. 573, you are first. 573. Wake up. Hello. Okay, well, there you go. I think they said something. 573? Oh, okay. We're going to move on without them. We're going to save you some time tonight. 904, you are with us. Twice, actually. 904, you there? All right, this is uh, this is quite interesting. Maybe you lost it again, Doug. No, it's all good here. Let's see. Let's try 716. If that's not it, something's lost. 716. Jasmine, how are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm good. Hey, I want to thank you very much for what you did for me at the Trollop in Buffalo. I'm getting that done tomorrow night, a matter of fact. Uh, well, you're going to have to refresh This is Tattoo Tommy. <laughs> I'm sorry? Tattoo Tommy. This is Tattoo Tommy. Okay, what yes. did I do, Tattoo Tommy? You went and went back and talked to Todd for me, got me something so I could have to put back on my tattoo. Oh, you're the guy that wanted to uh, tattoo uh, Todd's initials on his genitals. <laughs> well, it's between the holes. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm losing it. I, re- I really, really am. That's horrible. Um, yeah, How you doing, buddy? I'm, I'm doing okay, man, and I apologize. I really That no. was really not... not uh, okay. No, 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 that's my sense of humor. Thank you so much. Oh, hey, go. i got to buy the $75 package to get my triple X shirt. Oh. I'm coming down from Buffalo to see you. You're All talking right. to the wrong person. I, 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 I would be more than happy to give it, give you one, but um, I don't control those. No, things. no, no, no. That's fine. I'm, you're worth the seventy five dollar package all day long. Okay, man. Well, that's you, uh, we I'm looking. I'm looking forward to this like you can't believe. I uh, started with you and Todd at the Raw Tour at Glens Falls Civic Center first show. Mm-hmm. I'm only forty years old. Wow. I was a tyke back then when I saw you guys. I've been with you ever since. That was like, what, what were you, like 10 years old, 9 years old? I was 11. Jeez. I'm in my early 40s. I am 40. But, uh, <laughs> you know, you weren't, you weren't much more than a kid. You were still oh, in your teenage years. I, I was 12 when I did that show. Yeah, I thought you were three. But, uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, my mom wouldn't have let me do it. Hey, you got the, you got the package deal at the right price because now that Doug Kinney is going to perform naked, we're, gonna, we're thinking about raising the price. Uh, no, if he's performing naked, I want a refund. Yeah, there you go. There you go. You know what? I saw another band like that, and I just can't think of who it was. The drummer was naked. Oh, really? Oh, um, G.G. Allen. G.G. Allen. <laughs> uh, oh, God, what are they? Murder, murder, murder junkies. Murder. The drummer sits there nude. Really? I missed that one. Oh. Right, so I love my music. You're from yeah. Atlanta from Boston? Buffalo. Buffalo. Yeah, I live between Buffalo and Niagara Falls. Perfect. All right, great deal. You got but, uh, yeah, the DVD, the whole, the whole experience, I think, is well worth it. It's going to be great. Well, I'm really, I really appreciate you making that trip to come down. Get some of those hey, Canadians to come with you. Yeah, you have, you have always been at shows. I, Todd's birthday at SPAC. I don't know if you remember that. Uh, the Adventures in Utopia tour, you were so fantastic to me back then. Every time I've run into you guys, Chasm, you've been nothing but upstanding. You're a fans musician. Um, you know, I, I, God, I mean, that's 
you you guys uh, are the only reason that I do this. I mean, I mean, that's that's not entirely true. I probably would do this even if there was no fans, but <laughs> the fans make it um, make it worth worthwhile, and just the the, the appreciation that I'm showed. Um, by the, I mean the people that call tonight, the people that I see at shows, what people say to me, the emails that I get, you know, I mean it's uh, who has it better than me? You got really. it good, as the caller said earlier tonight. Yeah, it's all good. Hey, let's try one more speaking of. Let's see if we can get five seven three back on. Um, yeah, there you are. Good. Yeah, I'm sorry. You know, I was in the ozone <laughs> because of what Mary was saying. Kaz, this is Weezy from dot net. Hi, how are you? Hi, honey. I just called to tell you that now I know you're on the East Coast. Yeah. You want to go to the West Coast, uh-huh. but in between, that's where I'm at. Like okay, the, you're in the Midwest. Yeah, we're, we're right in the Midwest. And I've been calling a lot of small little places, what have you, trying to see if I can't drum up, you know, getting you to play there. Well, um, you know... Part of my problem is that uh, I don't have um, a, a, a phalanx of people working on getting me shows where you know wherever and however I can. Uh, I got one guy doing it, and he's kind of you know he's doing it part time. He doesn't do it full time, and that's one thing that I'm that I'm going to be working on this year is getting uh, more solo shows. Uh, places that i haven't been before um as opposed to like going back to you know the same places in in cleveland and chicago new york right. and stuff like that right so i think that uh, i don't think you've ever done st louis or the no Louis. and i should i really shouldn't i know there's places to and play there's a lot of us here that really really want you to come now i did see you did get to see you. in fact i was standing behind um mary when she was videotaping you in cleveland uh-huh. and i was with um or send, no, Mary. See, I was with two Marys that night. Okay. And the other Mary gave you the Christmas stocking that night. Right. And I kept thinking, now why couldn't you do a show like that here? In fact, I've even thought about calling Chuck Berry, who lives up here in Wentzville. Uh-huh. And he has a little place. Uh-huh. And, yeah, he does a lot of rock and roll and everything, but he also does your type of music. I mean, really? He has an open forum. Well, you should give Chuck a call. Yeah. And tell him to call the show. Because I've, I've got I've your email, Chuck you before. know, and see if there is something that we can't work out to where you, what is the, what is the sense in you just going straight on past us when you can make a pit stop and make us happy? And on Valentine's Day, I do not go out to dinner. See, um, I was listening to you about the restaurant. I worked in restaurants for 37 years. Yeah. Uh, for a dollar eighty-five, and uh-huh. there you go. There you go. And um, people thought we were getting like union scale. Uh-huh. No, you live on your tips, yeah. right? So for Doug to take that tip off the table like he did mm-hmm. was probably. Oh, I'm going to kick his ass. You better. <laughs> if I ever see him, I'll kick his ass. You, you better kick it twice. Once for he me. He just took. He just took food out of that woman's uh, child's yeah, I, mouth. I, I know, and she probably had four kids at home. Mm-hmm. You know. But yes, I don't. I don't go out on Mother's. Oops. I don't go out on Mother's Day either. But on Valentine's Day, I'm fixing chicken cordon bleu. 
And I am going to fix some asparagus with hollandaise sauce. Okay. And I'm going to fix a black forest cake. Well, there you Very go. Good. I'm sure it's going to be. And then we do a candlelight. <laughs> I would rather do my own cook. Okay. All right. All right. Okay. So we got one more. We're going to try 904. Sorry about that. We lost you. 573. Good Valentine's story, though. Very nice. 904, you with us? Hello. There we go. All right. How about it? Hey, what's up? Hey, man. Much. This is David from uh, Jacksonville, Florida. Hi, David. Um, a lot of you know me as Metal Lunatic. Hey, the video <laughs> man. Hey, what's up, man? <laughs> what's up? Hey, uh, I just want to say that uh, we're going to be at the Atlanta show. Great. And uh, we're bringing a couple of girls with us. Uh-huh. And uh, we're really uh, excited to see Chasm. Chasm's just an awesome person. He's, you know, just his music is just great. Everything he, that he does is just, just great. And, you know, the, the world is a better place because of Chasm, I think. <laughs> well, that's a pretty lofty statement. <laughs> Thank you very much. I appreciate it. No problem. Uh, you know, I only do what I do. And uh, if anybody gets a little bit of joy out of it, I'm a happy guy. Cool. Yeah. Hey, did you ever get another uh, gig in uh, Florida? Because I know you got that one in Lauderdale, and you were looking for another place to play. We're working on it. Um, we're, we're working on a gig in Miami. I should know something by the end of the week. Okay. Yeah. Very good. There is. We'll announce it Sunday. All right. If he knows, let us know on the Andy Partridge, the show with Andy Partridge, Sunday at 2 o'clock. All right. Good deal. Metal Limited. Yeah, man. man. Okay, hey, nice talking to you, Doug. And Doug, are, uh, you, you're doing an awesome job. That's a great thing you've done with this show, and uh, we're really enjoying it. Hey, thanks, man. Enjoy your YouTube stuff. Keep yeah, it up. Man. Okay. Stay in touch. Thanks, man. All right, see ya. Good. Bye. Bye. He's got some great YouTube metal lunatics on uh, oh, yeah? YouTube, some, some concert stuff, yeah. Oh, cool. Yeah, absolutely. All right, Kaz, we appreciate yeah. it, man. I, I really uh, appreciate you because I know it's probably pretty tough. You take a lot of calls and have to answer a lot of questions. You've been very generous with your time, and we certainly appreciate it. Well, I can't wait to uh, till March 1st. I'm looking forward to seeing you and everybody else. And thanks, everybody, who called in. Um, have a happy, happy Valentine's Day. Get yourself and your loved ones something really nice. Don't fight. Um, don't argue. Do something nice for each other. Uh, peace and love. And uh, end the war in Iraq. And one more thing. There's been a, a, a young lady who uh, has been a fan uh, of Utopias and Todd's uh, since, since 1976. And she's one of the sweetest people in the whole world. Uh, her name is Shelly, and she's extremely sick right now. Um, she's been sick for a few years, but uh, this past few weeks have been the worst. And... Uh, we don't really know how much longer uh, she's going to be with us, but if if possible, when uh, anybody is going to sleep or anything like that or in your quiet time, if you could just say a little prayer for Shelly, uh, I'm sure she would appreciate it. If there was ever a fan who uh, showed this love and support uh, more than Shelly, I, I, I have yet to meet them. Um, and she's... Uh, She's just one of the really, really, really good people in the world, and she will be missed, but she's not gone yet, so if we could uh, we just send a, a little special prayer out for Shelly, that would be great. I'd really appreciate it. Absolutely. Yeah. Okay, Shelly. She's, uh, now where, where is she, what part of the country is she from? Shelly's from Long Island. Long Island, okay. Yeah, um, and she's been in the, the New York, Long Island area all of her life. I remember her, one of the first concerts that I ever played in New York with Todd. Uh, 
she was there and she be, became a, a fan of mine and has been ever since she comes to the bitter end shows I don't think she's uh, she's going to be able to come to any more shows any anymore. She came to my last one in New York, um, and she's just the sweetest person in the whole world, and uh, she's just a really really good good soul, and um, I love her very much, and I'm sorry she's very sick, but uh, I just wanted to acknowledge her uh, to all the all the fans out there and stuff like that, and so I'm sure there's some people who know her. Very nice. Very good. All right, well, hopefully Shelly will get better, and everybody, I'm sure you heard the message, so be sure to put in your thoughts and prayers tonight. Okay. And so on to uh, election campaign, um, March 1st, and uh, we'll see how many delegates we get. There you go. Maybe going to November on a streak. Absolutely. Independent vote, Kevin Sultan. All the way to the White House. (laughs) There it is. That's the tour. (laughs) Captain Sultan, all the way to the White House. <laughs> okay. All right, good deal. All right, Doug. All right, everybody, stick around. We're going to talk a little bit more. Chasm, thanks again so much. Thank you, guys. I'll talk it. to you soon. All right, bye-bye. Bye-bye. All right, everybody, that was Chasm Sultan. Stick around. We've got a few more minutes. I'm going to play for you. If you do not have a live CD of Chasm, I've got a little bootleg action, One World. Chasm doing it solo, and it has a nice guitar solo by Doug Kennedy, who hopefully will truly not be performing that naked because I don't want to give refunds to Atlanta. So, again, let's do a, a recap right quick. Atlanta's March 1st on the 2nd, Fort Lauderdale on the 9th, Austin, Texas, the 21st, Abbey Pub, Chicago, 22nd, Cleveland, 28th, The Bitter End. So that's the March mini campaign tour for Chasm Sultan. You can get that information at chasminfo.com. And let's just talk a little bit about this Atlanta show, because it really is different. It really is special. Definitely you want to go to the other ones if they're in your area. A lot of people that are coming in for the Atlanta show are flying in, driving in from different distances. Of course, we have people from Atlanta as well. But it is limited seating because we are doing a DVD. So don't wait if you want to go because they can only hold so many people. This is a really small, super venue. It's going to be good for what we're trying to do here, which is DVD action. There's going to be three cameras, so that's going to kind of limit the space as well. But if you go, you're going to have a great seat. Every seat is great. They're just like being on the front row. It's, you're going to be close. I mean, we really don't even need microphones. The only reason we're going to have them is because we need them for DVD. It's going to be that nice and that intimate. It's going to be a great show. Again, if you want a T-shirt, this is your only chance because they're only going to the people that go to this show other than the ones listening to this show tonight. If you purchase one by noon on Friday, you will get one because that's when we're going to order them, and that's the cutoff, and it is $25. That includes shipping. And that, a couple extra bucks if you need double XL or triple XL. ChasmATL at yahoo.com. That is the PayPal account. You can email that account as well if you have questions or concerns, or you can email me at rungrenradio at earthlink.net, and we will get you one of these shirts. They're going to be super nice looking. You can bank on that. We have them. They're short sleeve, they're white, and they are women's cut and men's. So let us know if you're female or male and what size you want, and we will hook you up with these limited edition shirts for this show. This show will be the live official DVD for Chasm's mini tour, campaign tour this year. So just imagine if you could say, for example, that you were at the second win sessions or something. How about that? I wish I could say that, but I wasn't. So don't miss an opportunity to be at something like this where you can be part of a live DVD. Atlanta, Georgia, March 1st, Avondale Estates. It's real close to Georgia. It's real close to Decatur, Georgia. We mentioned on the last show with Chasm that 
There's a Holiday Inn in town. That's where I would recommend you stay. But there's plenty of other places near Emory if you want to go out that route. But there's a Holiday Inn fairly close to the venue, about five miles at the most. Actually, I think it's two and a half. So think about that. And what's really special, too, about this show that I like is that, and we're going to, I'm going to start this song before we go into the archives. You might have to listen to it in the archives because we only got a few seconds, looks like. But there's a lot of representatives that are in the community, uh, when I say community, the Todd and Chasm type community that are long, uh, you know, fans of these people, have been fans for a long time. And some of them, you know, go the extra mile and they do different things like Chasm Info and ToddData.com, you know, Mary Mack, who's, very active on MySpace with Chasm stuff. Of course, Groupie Gear. Cruiser Mail is on our show. Y'all know Cruiser Mail. Rungren Radio will all be represented. We'll all be there. And lots of people, like our caller from Buffalo, you don't want to miss this one if you can. And then, of course, check out the other ones. And if there's any new dates, we'll be talking about them. Our next show is Sunday, 2 o'clock. Andy Partridge. That one's going to be on fire, from what I understand. XTC, Andy Partridge, 2 o'clock on Sunday. You'll get a little British accent going on, so you get to hear that. You're going to enjoy that show, so don't miss it if you can give that time up on your weekend. And that is it. I'm going to let you hear a little music. Here we go. This is Chasm Solo with Doug Kenny Guitar Solo. You're going to like this.